Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antinomocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. The Jericho Network on Westwood One. It's not the best one. It's not the great one. You're speaking with the juiciest one. Seat over here, man. Nice and we're ready to go. Yo, man, I'm banged up. I can't even sit down. I understand. I understand. You know, a lot of things ain't making sense to me, King. A lot of things ain't making sense to me. You wouldn't happen to know who did this. No, 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 I don't, but I got all five boroughs looking. That's my word. I got all of New York ready to go for you. Where's Homicide? <laughs> He's in Brooklyn, man. I've been talking to him. Everything's good. He's tell out him there. To call me. He will. He will. He's just in contact with me right now. He he will. No reason to get all crazy. You know you know what's up. We're trying to give you some time to recuperate and whatnot. Well, you know how it goes. You trust no one. Everyone's a suspect, right? Yeah. Are you 
trying to say I'm a suspect? Maybe. Look, no, no disrespect. No disrespect, never. But if you got something, let me know. Tell me. We've always been face-to-face, -face, straight up with each other. On some real, right? You know I'm a 730 dude. You know I can go out there and get a little crazy. But you gotta tell me if you got proof, pa. Tell me. You know, I gave you New York. And your problem is, your ambition sometimes overrides your intelligence. On some real I better not even find out that you had anything to do with this or even knew about it. Because if that's the case, your best bet is to take a running jump off the Earth's axis, get sucked into a gravitational pull, into an alternate universe. That's the only way I'm not gonna find and deal with you, King. I understand. But let's not bring the mood down, man. We just won the tag titles, dog. Come on, pa. We just won the tag titles, man. Money's good. Blood in, blood out. LAX. Yo, man, uh, I'm not in a celebratory mood, but you go ahead and run. I'll get up with you. No doubt. I'll save you a shot, man. All right? Gracias. Orgullosamente Latino hasta la muerte y después. Worldwide Latino pride. The ambassadors of violence. LAX, k Dog, the notorious 187 homicide. I'm from Miami, not counting. Down with the essays in the 6 4 hopping. To my body was in the 787. And those up in Brooklyn pulling 211. I come through stomping, rolling in my low top chucks. Making sure you suckers feel me every time we bust. Shackled up like a nut going 5150. G'd up in the feed up. Creased up in some dicky. Welcome to Keeping It 100 with Conan. Millions of downloads and pound after pound of Iranian tobacco later. We remain the flagship show on the Jericho Network on Westwood One. I'm your MC for the week, BT from the Poplar Podcast, shooting the shiznit. The best little wrestling podcast in the business. That's right, this week we have Impact Wrestling Executive, New Japan Color Commentator, Cyrus. He's here for the Keeping It 100 Hall of Fame Extreme Betting. The current interim UFC welterweight champion, Kobe Covington, returns. The Hurricane Shane Helms talks ROH and Twitter beefs and trolls. All this plus sports talk, the Kenny Omega controversy, the world famous disco list and more. And now without further ado, let's hand it over to the master of the verbal gym. It's Conan! Yo, we're back with episode 105 of Keeping It 100 with Conan. The mighty, mighty D.I. And Jojo, the Billy Twink Boy. What it do, boom. What's going on? What Joe, up, what up, there? Joe? Yeah, I'm here, sorry. Yeah, what up? Uh, what's going on usually elicits a response, not right. like from both, you know what I'm saying? Because I did say both names, <laughs> boom. Did, okay, so let's start out with the shout-outs, Boom. Born, uh, born in New York, originally from New York, but now residing in Orlando, a big Impact fan. Lince Dorado, do you know who that is, uh, D.I.? Who? Lince Dorado. No. Do you know who that is, Joe? Yeah, no. yeah, he's on 205, isn't he? 205 Live? Right, 
Right. He listens to the show. <clears throat> Shout out Celine Dorado from WWE from Camden, New Jersey. Uh, Steve Miggs from Seattle. Mike Nel- Matt Nelson from Shreveport, Louisiana, which is the place where I saw Raven with the troll. Oh. Remember that I told you about that? It's a classic. Uh, yeah. Um, remember that I saw him in the elevator? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Ken from San Antonio. Uh, you really put a lot of uh, thought into that name, Mr. Ken. Uh, here's another guy who put a lot of thought into his name. L.M. from Portland, Oregon. Portland. <laughs> I mean, I could be a betting shit now. J.R. from, you know. Uh, anyways, L.M. from Portland, Oregon. Uh, Lina Morrison from Bristol, Tennessee. Jennifer Lynn from Orlando. And AJ Eno from Streeter, Illinois. This next crew is on our Patreon, and uh, I want to thank them very much from all of us, actually. Uh, Alejandro Acevedo from Milwaukee, Isaac O from Toronto, uh, Billy Sexton from Wellingboro in Northamptonshire, it's obviously UK, uh, Ronnie Flack from Livingston, Montana. Uh, I like this name, B. Wayne Richardson, the third Esquire from North St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, Joshua Woody from Commerce, Michigan. Man, I want to thank you guys out. You're the guys that are getting us paid here, man. So thank you very much. Now, on that note, that Patreon site, man, that's where we make some real paper, no ads. You know, we try to uh, be anti-formulaic. You know, no podcast sounds like uh, like ours. And uh, basically what we do is we like to bring entertaining, informative, and thought-provoking content. And uh, and ball busting is a must. You can check us out at conan.me, K-O-N-N-A-N. And uh, basically on this Patreon site, you get all the extra audio content that had to be cut out of the show. Um, and on top of that, you get backstage shit from everything I'm doing, whether it's Impact, Triple A, you know, Aero Lucha, you know, DI put some wrestling videos up there, training videos and some stuff from Sapphires. Uh, Jojo has been uh, um, cock blocking us on these backyard wrestling videos uh, that he has not sent in back from his backyard wrestling days, boom. But anyways, we're always putting up like uh, uh, posters from wrestling matches before they come out to the public or we'll put little uh interviews uh, that wrestlers uh send to regional promotion some behind the back scene stuff for sure so check us out at conan.me and uh soon we're gonna have another uh, tier right jojo yeah we're working on it now and taking uh suggestions of course at the patreon site uh people people come up with some ideas but uh that should be coming up real soon yeah, and if you got any questions, send them to k100questions at gmail.com. Uh, uh, keep the letter short so we can read a grip of them. And some guy, I forgot his name, I'm sorry, man, uh, uh, you know, wanted to send in like a song to the Juicy Seal of Approval. And like I said before, either send it to JoJo or send it to k100questions at gmail.com, anything for the Juicy Seal of Approval. Also, uh, uh, Joe is holding it down on Facebook at facebook.com. Uh, slash K100 Conan, and um, uh, he's chopping it up there with all the fans. Um, what do you guys want to get into first? Uh, did you see, what was it, the, the Ring of Honor show this past week where uh, there was a lot of backlash because uh, Chase and Rance uh, did a dark match on the show. Did you, do you have that story? Uh, did, you, did you hear the story, Conan and Joe? Yeah, yeah. 
We'll read it for the people that maybe haven't, or unless you want to give us a quick summary, either one of you. Joe, Joe, give the summary then. Well, uh, Kenny Omega was running a show associated with with New Japan, I guess, and um, he hired uh, Chase and Rance and, and his students to, to be the ring crew, right? And then he gave them a dark match before the show, and it turned into a whole okay, controversy. Let people know who Chase and Rance is because a lot of people may not even know. He was an independent wrestler, I guess, from the from the Florida area, and, and the controversy stems from the fact that he had a was it a statutory uh, rape charge? Di, I believe. Yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling through it now, but that's kind of what I remember from it, right? Right. He in 2008, yes. he had a, he would, he had a statutory rape charge against a 15 year old. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, basically admitted to it, and uh, so of course all the social justice warriors and everything just went went out the or whatever if you have if you have legitimate concerns, but basically. Uh, everybody got on the thing, oh, I can't believe they used a, a sex offender on a show, okay? And, you know, I, I have thought, well, Conan, what are, what are your thoughts? Like, like, do you think people are justified? Because, like, there's a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people have very negative reactions to this. They're like, oh, that, that's hard, well, I, it, you know, that's terrible, you can't do that. Kenny Omega actually had to issue an apology because he had no clue that the guy was like a sex offender and basically apologized for it and stuff and all I that. I thought that was a great apology. Do you have that, Joe? I get it. So, uh, but, to, but basically, here's, here's, here's my take on this. Is that, like, look, okay, it was 10 years ago. He hasn't done, he's, he's not a repeat offender. He hasn't, uh, he has to register as a sex offender for the rest of his life, you know? Um, like, well, what type of punishment fits the crime? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, how long do you want to punish somebody for doing something, and how long ago, like, for how long ago they did it? How long does it last? So like, this guy's got basically like people. There are people out there that basically want to just like think this guy's life, the rest of his life, should be ruined, right? Because and and, and, I, and I do agree with that, but I think it's society's way of saying like this type of shit we're not putting up with anymore. Um, uh, you want to hear? Joe, yeah. Do you have okay. the apology? Because I want to tell you what I thought when I read the apology. And something about Chasen, because I know him. Do you do you know him, Di? Yeah, I've met him a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know him, uh, Joe? I just heard uh, his name through the MLW show. Well, and the Chatterbait. And Chatterbait. Okay. Yeah. Chase, so what's Chase the uh, what's the uh, the apology that Kenny Omega wrote? Okay. It says uh, I wanted to thank everyone that tuned into the stream or joined us live. Uh, all of our talent had a great time. It fed off your incredible energy, incredibly proud, blah, blah. Uh, I made a terrible oversight by allowing a dark match featuring local talent I wasn't personally familiar with. Admittedly, I'd met Chase and Rance once in 2014, but a lot can, or 20, yeah, 2004, but a lot can happen in 14 years. I'm terribly sorry for anyone in the building that felt unsafe or personally offended by his inclusion on the show. I will personally provide refunds to anyone in attendance that couldn't enjoy themselves because of this. As for the fans that were taken aback on the stream... Again, my bad. I'd allowed our ring crew, also a wrestling school, to participate in a dark match, minus graphics and music, as a show of appreciation for their hard work that they'd done to help prepare our set for the show. They're a large group of people, and I very simply asked for two guys who could have a basic and effective dark match. Chasen and Epic were the wrestlers they chose, and I was reassured that they were more than capable. The match itself went fine. I didn't realize until much later via social media, etc., that the first dark match I'd allowed that I'd allowed for caused trauma amongst some fans. By no means do I wish to support or defend these people. I trusted blindly and potentially tarnished the name of an event that was very important to me and that took a lot of time and finances to realize. I'm sorry for anyone truly hurt by this and can assure people I won't be taking chances uh, like this in the future. I will monitor every detail directly if when we challenge CEO X NJPW part two. All right. So let me tell you what I thought when I read that the first thing I thought disco 
was I thought was what's what a bunch of snowflakes. Fuck them. It ain't your fault. You know, you didn't know shit. Right. right. And right. so and 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 and. And, and, you know, the last thing, especially like a grizzly vet, fuck them, I got their money, you know, because the last thing, you know, I would have done is refund their money. But then I thought to myself, why he fessed up, unlike major companies or even smaller ones who would never admit it, must let much less publicly apologize, bro. I respect the way he took accountability. And I think people believe and respect him for that and will give him the benefit of the doubt. Because we're so used to companies bullshitting the fans, we think it's normal. But this is like, you know, people can respect this. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, so, and another thing I want to say is, for example, Art Bard, do you remember Love Machine? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so he was one of my best friends, bro. And he would have been a huge star without a doubt, 100%. Him, you know, him and Eddie were a great tag team. And I remember he had a, por- he had a problem in Portland because he was like 22 or 23 and this chick was 19. All right. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so she was like, you know, a term you don't even hear anymore. Ring rat, you know, that was just hanging out and he banged her underneath some stairs. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So he got a lot of heat because he had this, he had this, uh, he had this, um, Beetle gimmick. Juice. the juicer, the juicer. It, it was done. It was, it, uh, it was like a remake of the Beetlejuice movie and Roddy Piper gave it to him on the air. You know, he actually mm-hmm. made, he, it was, it's a real good angle. You remember Matt Bourne? Of course. Yeah. So Matt Bourne comes out and he's pushing love machine, you know, or at that time, his name was art bar. He's pushing him and he's punking him out and he's slapping him. And in one other promo, he goes and he cuts his hair and so then all of a sudden, Roddy Piper shows up out of nowhere with these real big clippers, and he gives it to Beetlejuice. He goes, he, the, uh, he gives it to our boy. He goes, this better be the last. Ch- this better be the last time I see that you don't stand up for yourself. Next week, I'm going to change your look. So he comes out on TV, and he has these two wrestlers hold a blanket, and he has Art Bar take off all his clothes, and then all of a sudden he gives him like these jeans and he gives him this jacket and he puts powder in his hair and he paints his face and he smacks him and he goes, you're Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. It was actually a really good fucking angle and promo. So he was kind of like, he got like ostracized in Portland for that rape thing. Cause I think uh, he was accused of rape and he like plea bargained down to like first degree sexual assault or some shit. I remember that term cause I'd never heard of it and I had to look it up. But anyways, at the end of the day, um, uh, he went to WCW and he was playing the juicer gimmick. Do you remember that or no? Yeah, of course. And he used to run around the ring with kids. Do you remember that? Hmm? So at first, Jim Hurd, who was the guy that was running WCW, thought, well, you know, this guy already went to court and he already did his shit, you know. Uh, But some lady, I imagine... You know, back then there was no internet. Some lady reporter put it like in the news that he had done this and she started to have people call and fax Jim Hurd because our bar Mm -hmm. told me this. And he was like, bro, there's no way I can have you as a, you know, a hero to these kids when you got busted for rape. You know what I'm saying? And they let him go. You know, and so I brought him to Mexico because, you know, Mexico is a wild, wild west. They don't give a fuck. But at the same time, I was always leery. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma. 
diabetes. ¿Y tienes 19 años o más? 52. 36. 42. Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Because I was like, does this guy, is this guy some sort of pedophile? Does he like, like younger chicks? And I hung out with him a lot. And he no, was not into younger chicks or some sort of, you know, sexual deviant or sexual predator or anything like that. He was like the boys, you know, if a chick came around, he was a good looking guy. He was going to throw, you know what I'm saying? He was going to smash. But he wasn't like some sexual deviant. I'm not saying that Chasen isn't because he could be. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, there's a big difference between, and I'm not saying what what uh, what what Art Bar did was right, but he the chick was like 19 and he was like 22 or 23. Bro, I didn't know that this girl was 15 and he was 25. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. he, and then I think he was saying that uh, she was cool and mature looking. Well, bro, you should have still last. I mean, really, at, at that age, you're already a man. He huh? knew how old she was. Oh. He knew how old she was. Whoa. Okay, I, I, from my, my understanding. But but the girl, even in this, like, she sounds very, like, she was very complicit in it, too. Right. The mom right. found out. Okay, and they got a detail. You know, they went to and they, they busted the whole thing. But, like, you know, but to say it was, like, it's to, when, when you say statutory rape, you know, it was not, non-consensual statutory right. rape right right, okay. right. but people but, don't the people don't right. read the whole story they just see rape exactly. or and that's right. it right. you're 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 and that's staying, what i'm bro. saying you know it's like okay the guy made a mistake obviously right. uh he hasn't repeated this yes you know it's like i'm like you know i i don't want to say no that's the no no big deal but it's like at some point when is this guy going to be able to to do this again To, right. to wrestle. That, that, that is a question because, bro, check this out. Right. He, 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 check this out. So Ron Killings had gotten like this knee surgery, right? And so he, mm -hmm. he got it done in Orlando. And I remember that Chasen and uh, um, he stayed at his house a couple of days. 
And I was like, hey, did he take care of you? And he goes, yeah, man, he really took care of me, anything I needed, right? So he's really mm-hmm. cool with um, Ronnie. And so I, I called him and I was like, hey, man, thanks, thanks for taking care of my boy. He said you took care of him. Because, you know, you know, there's always like all those hundreds of guys that just love to be around the business that never made it big. You know what I'm saying? And you need a ride to the airport or somewhere to stay. And they're always cool. You know, he was always cool you know, with me. You know, yeah. uh, I even put him in the Latino Nation a couple of times because he yeah. hooked me up with shit. So um, he told me, he goes, hey, man, do you think this is, when, this is when I was helping bring talent to Lucha Underground? And uh, he was like, hey, man, I heard that you're you're hiring, you're helping, you know, recommend talent to Lucha Underground. Can I come in? I go, bro, no, you cannot. He goes, what if I wear a mask? And I was like, like dude, at the end of the day, somebody's going to figure out you're back there and I'm going to get fired. You know, it's right. like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like you say, when can he come back to work? Yeah. Like, well, how, how did that happen? What he how did was fucked up and it was wrong. One thousand percent. How much do you have to pay? It's like we have a right. we have a legal system. Not that, anymore. That, now you got a legal and a public opinion system. Right, that's right. it. But you got to you got to the the uh, the uh, court of public opinion too, and that right. that's what sucks. It's like, bro, Michael, you know, Michael Vick uh, paid more of a price for dogfighting than anybody in the history of of of, uh, of the planet Earth. Right. He lost like a hundred million dollars. Right. He paid for all the other people that got away with it. They were going to make an example of him, bro, and that's yeah, what they so he, did. Like I, I, I guarantee you this, motherfuckers. Yes, I think you twice about that dog fights. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, but basically, like you know, I'm just saying, man. It's just I just, I, I just bro, this I is like, what I think. I like, you know, dude, you you commit the crime and you do your time, and at that point, you're ready to integrate your back. You're, back, you're ready to integrate back into society. Yeah, look at Mike and Tyson. Like, you know, yeah, and and I'm, I'm saying that that's the thing. Like that's kind of like the way our um. You know, like like the way, like the way the prison system works. It's like if you do your time, you go to prison. Once you're done with that and you did your time, it's like, hey, you should you should be able to pick up where you left off. You know but what I'm saying? I, but that, like I said, now in the court of public opinion, they decide right. when it goes away. You know, what do you and, think? Yeah. And that's fucked up. What do you, you think know, would because, happen today? Yeah. At like with like Mike, same same Mike Tyson and his situation happened today, or Tupac went to and did time for sexual assault. What if that happened today? Back then, those guys, Mike got right back into the ring. Tupac went back to albums, you know. Would they be, like, yeah. totally blackballed these days? I don't know. It depends. It's a weird um, thing. Like, this, like if this triple X Tentacion guy right. that, just got, that, uh, that just got killed and stuff. Yeah. Bro, people were kind of like, you know, he, he's on, he was waiting trial for, uh, for, for a very bad domestic violence situation. But people kind of don't care because the guy's words meant so much to him in the music he sings. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's also yeah. You get a pass if you're talented. It's just what it seems like in society. If you're talented, people like to. There are people that will give you a pass. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's just it's kind of a weird, uh, kind of a, an hypocrisy that society has. You know, yeah. we always want to see other people suffer, but we right. want to see us do good. Right. But they want to be able to suffer. You know, I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's just like I said. People like to see people suffer in our society, and yeah. I think that's I think that's a bad thing. You know. Well, it is what it is. You have people that don't like to see it either. Just the ones that don't are more vocal. So you see it more and you hear it more because people that are positive usually aren't don't want to. Even though they are positive, it just seems they don't need to spread it as much as people want to spew uh, venom. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Like yeah. that's something that you want to do to damage and damage and damage. And you, and sometimes yep. you just get sick of reading it. But yeah, I feel you on that one, my brother. All right. So this has been the intro. Enjoy the rest of the show. Boom. This is your favorite wrestler and mine, the whole effing show, RVD. You're listening to Conan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the disco guy's there, too. What's up, Tuggles? Hey, whoa, how about fucking J-Bone, the Glenn Gill birdie that he's a total J-Bone and that's why he's out of the business and looking after strippers, G-strings. Well, because haters gonna hate, especially when they got nothing going on in life. Boom, there you go, Glenn. Burn it down! Hey, this is Seth Rollins' knee and you're listening to Keeping It 100 with Conan and JoJo the Producer. Oh, and that jackass who says I can't sell, the Disco Inferno. Hey, Disco, when are you going to take me off the list? Hey, did you happen to see the most beautiful girl in the world? And if you did, what?
me this kind of beauty It's got no reason to ever be shy Cause honey, this kind of beauty The kind that comes from the side Could you be? Next on Keep It In 100 with Conan, Impact Wrestling Executive, New Japan Pro Wrestling Color Commentator, and co-host of the Killing the Town podcast, Lord Cyrus Returns. And he's here to state his case for becoming a supplemental entrant into the Keep It In 100 Hall of Fame. And to commemorate this special occasion, Lord Cyrus himself has requested some special entrance music. Cyrus himself, his grandfather invented the bong and uh, rock and roll music, and uh, the uh, uh, Cyrus, very giving guy, the, the Lord Cyrus Tappy is over like Rover in Uruguay, uh, you know, the chicken and turkey giveaways in Sri Lanka, I mean, in Bollywood, I mean, they have, you know, movies, uh, uh, it, the guy's super famous, I mean, th- th- that's and, and just, 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 yeah. just to throw just, one in there for you, Conan, because yeah. this is new from the Cyrus Foundation, Right. in, in countries like India that are primarily vegan-based, Right. We now, instead of having a chicken or turkeys from the champ giveaway, we have right. 
uh, tofu from Don Callis giveaway. Uh, or hummus. And, and, and bean, bean and hummus bean. salad. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that Wherever. is tremendous. Yep. I like the way that you – in, interjected in the promo that that that's awesome in the, in the intro and also the golden announcer uh the jenna the once in a generation announcer uh you know canada's finest right after wade gretzky and chris jericho the one and only the only one lord cyrus boom he wants to come into the hall of fame okay he he has to be put in the supplemental draft uh it was accepted and now Disco wants Disco to give you an extreme betting to see if you should be in the uh, Hall of Fame. And I'm going to make sure that he isn't up to his, you know, chicanery. Uh, so I'm going to be presiding over these proceedings. Now, the last time the last time the Disco last time. was involved in one of these vettings, I heard he asked the guy to take his shirt off. So is that going to be one of those or is this going to be a real vetting? <laughs> no, no. We've, no. He's, he's, we've sent them the human resources for training. Oh, good. <laughs> for sensitivity training, yeah. That's very disrespectful. Hi, Glenn. Um, how are you? Trying to, I'm fine. I'm fine, uh, uh, Lord Cyrus. Um, very good. I, I have a question. So I want to start this off. I like high. the way how he referred to you with your proper title, your lordship. Go ahead. Um. You've uh, – uh, what, what, is, what is the status of uh, Lance Storm on Killing the Town right now? Lance is dead. It's uh, sad to dead. say he's passed away. Um, he, we're, we're not really sure why. I mean, as, as with everything, it was a boring death. He died in his sleep, so it's like his promos. Wow. Okay. So Lance is dead. Uh, right. I do reserve the right reserve. to bring back a Lance Storm-like character – to the show at any time we're currently having a talent search but uh lance was a lance was a reasonably good friend and we're sad to see him go but you know i've replaced him with paul lazenby who who is not a fan of yours disco and I, i'm trying to uh, resolve that before the cruise okay now let me ask you a question to uh lance storm uh you've referred to him you used to refer to him on the show as a chick apologist um that uh women wrestlers can basically uh do no wrong um, they're beyond uh, criticism, uh, and like I think we had a Twitter, we had a little exchange where I had uh, basically called out Sasha Banks for her reckless work and stuff, uh, and Lance basically told me to give it a rest, you know, basically kind of apologizing for her. But Lance recently tweeted, uh, Sasha Banks almost uh, almost killing herself, and said, "Don't mm -hmm. try this at home." Okay, you mm -hmm. you uh, are you? here willing to uh, disavow uh, the comments that Lance has made with regards to a uh, woman's wrestling. And are you willing to admit that a lot of the women's wrestlers are not up to par? Uh, no, I won't say that because I work with a lot of um, women wrestlers, knockouts. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42. Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados 
resultados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital, así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. And I see how hard they work. And my, 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 you know, the difference I think between disco and I is that disco is anti women's wrestling. I'm just anti bad wrestling. So my problem with Lance was really more to the point that Lance is not shy about, for example, watching a, a disco inferno match and pointing out all of the things that were wrong with it, which is, you know, often some of those Glenn, there was a long list. And uh, but then he would not apply that same stringent approach to to a, a women's match. And I to my thing is it's like we live in an equal world. If if something if someone has bad footwork, they have bad footwork. Don't just crack on the underneath guys like Glenn. Also focus on 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 the women that are doing it wrong. And he just never did that. And I don't know why. But uh, you know I don't like to speak ill of the dead. He is gone now, so it's you know it's probably not appropriate. Uh, interesting. Um, Uh, as with respect to Paul Lazenby, okay. Uh, Now, Paul Lazenby. Technically, technically, it's Lazenby. So, by you consistently mispronouncing his name, that's more he really security. And also, let me just say, Paul, security to the stars, Lazenby. One of them being yeah, he's uh, Cyrus. Every week that you mispronounce his name, I get a phone call or a text saying he's going to kill you. So, you know, that's what I want to talk about. This now he's. He's basically physically threatened me uh, for Correct. doing for doing nothing more than um, than criticizing a spot in a wrestling match that involved uh, one of his. Uh, well, I guess it was Minoru Suzuki, one of his mentors or something. Well, yeah. what is his relationship with Minoru Suzuki? Paul lived for, in the Pancrase Dojo, and for for uh-huh. you know for your purposes, Glenn Pancrase was a was a shoot promotion in Japan in the '90s and early 2000s. And Minoru Suzuki, again, for your purposes, Glenn, is a shooter and a guy who tapped out Ken Shamrock twice. So um, Minoru helped to train Paul Lazenby in shoot fighting, and that's where the connection is. So when Lazenby reads that Disco says that Suzuki slaps like a bitch, obviously he got hot. This is what I'm worried about, though, uh, Lord Cyrus, and I hope you can help me with this. And it might even help your case getting into the Hall of Fame. Mm. Can you somehow try to assuage what a tremendous word for Latino while on a podcast with a Lord. Can you assuage all the heat between Lazenby and Cody, the Young Bucks, Raven, Jericho, all the people are going to be on the cruise because I, I can 
I can see in my eyes, in my head already, all right, the visual um, uh, epiphany, if you will, is like that line in the movie Airplane where everybody's like in line waiting to yeah. beat him up. And I want to get to see him in his swimwear before you guys get to him. Can you I, hold these guys off long enough for me to see him in his swimwear? Because if not, I, you will hear man overboard. Even if I could do that, I mean, right. the problem, one of the things we all love about Glenn is, right. uh, you know, his capacity to, I could squash all the heat. And in five minutes on, on that boat, uh, he'll have nuclear heat on him again. My suggestion is That's that we get, Glenn, we get Glenn a football helmet. That he right. should wear at all times to protect his head, because I think there's going to be a lot of beatings laid out. There's, right. there's, I know there's already people, and I mean, I'm going to put this out there publicly. There are people that are going on that boat who are already planning assaults on Glenn Gilberti away from cameras and away from people. So wow. that and just I've makes me very nervous. There. And I've heard some of their, some are, some are going okay. just to witness the violence. But go ahead. I like how these proceedings are starting. Yeah. Well, no, I don't. I don't like how these proceedings are going. Okay, because what you're doing is it right. sounds like to me, and we see our political climate, things like this happen, is that you are promoting uh, the possibility of violence against me and acting like it is part of an, uh, like it's entertainment. I'm going to okay, be a that, partial like, judge. I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. I'll recuse myself from this any right, comments. So first, first of all, I know you want Cyrus in our to keep it in 100 Hall of Fame. Okay. But I, I, I am right now a judge. You, I'm holding a gavel, so I'm not a member of the Hall of Fame committee right if, now. You can speak to if, me when, when I, I'm out of the robe and shit. Oh, yeah. I need to know yes. if his views yeah. are conducive to the type of person that would respect the position of being a Keeping 100 Hall of Fame member. Thereby, may, may I may I may I query a question to the panel? Go ahead. Who, who is currently in the Keeping It 100 Hall of Fame besides the legendary great Ted Irvin? Matt Hardy. Um, Matt Hardy. Oh, that's I it. Love Matt Hardy. Yes, that's it. That's that it. it. Broken it's Matt. Hard. Just so you know, wait a minute. It's not Matt Hardy. It's broken Matt. There's a big difference. Right. Matt, All right. It was. And I'm a big. I'm a big fan of Matt. So that's some. That's some great company. It now, is. Now, normally, out of respect for Conan, I've agreed to go through this vetting process. Normally, I turn down Hall of Fame inductions on a daily, if not weekly, basis. You were just inducted of, into the Hall of Fame and in Canada, and they were like, wow, it's incredible that he accepted. We've been trying to get at him for like over 20 years. In, in Canada, they call me the Wayne Gretzky of pro wrestling. So basically, I'm everything up here. Um, but I'm happy to go through this process. But there, the, you know, I I have I prepared some some notes, and I'm ready to put those forward whenever you're done your questioning, Glenn. Okay, I just I want to know. I just want to know if you would like to disavow uh, and basically um, say that you're not condoning that people on that cruise, uh, Mark's talent, whoever they may be, are not a uh, you're not promoting acts of violence against me. That you would say that is. That is something that that we should uh that we should not be looking I, into. That we should be yeah, more no. peaceful, more and, peaceful crews. And, and as, people. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I'm a. I mean, I don't pretend to understand the the assault rules of international waters. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Um, you know, I, I I will say this. I think that, um, you know. I think you have to take some ownership of this. I think you are an antagonist uh, online. You're a troll, and that's part of your gimmick, and that's why we all love you, Glenn. But, you know, some people take this stuff seriously. So I'm not promoting it. I'm just reporting the news. And the news that I hear uh, is, uh, 
is that this is happening. I'm not co- I would never coordinate I, everything behind I'm the gonna, scenes. I mean, I wouldn't do that. I'm going to get out of my judge role and my committee member role and go into a little council role with with uh, mm. with, with my client. Do you mind this go? No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, you still here, Cyrus? Yes, sir. All right. Put him over, get in the Hall of Fame, then bury him. Mm, okay. okay. I'm back as the judge. Yeah, go ahead. Next, Disco. <laughs> you know, let, let me just say this. Let me just say this. I think that, you know, I think it's amazing what Glenn Gilberti, Disco Inferno, has accomplished in the wrestling business. I mean, when you really look at it, you know, given the intellectual and physical limitations that he had, it really is something special. It, it really is really very unique, it, you know, given the myriad of of intellectual, you know, yeah, deficiencies. Problems. I would I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Let so me, there I you go. I put him over. I put him over. It's amazing what he's done. Was, here was my intellectual problems getting into the wrestling business is that I came from a private from a private school upbringing and had a gifted IQ, and that actually worked against me, which made my path into professional wrestling more difficult because people people looked at me like they thought that I was like uh, right. like a know it all. So you're right. saying you went to a special school. Uh, private school, not a special school. Catholic. Did Catholic, it have a fence around it and bars on the window? No, uh, no it didn't. Um, okay, here's checking. another thing that I want, uh, another question I have for you, because I think that... Um, uh, Did they make think, you take medication with your lunch at the school? No, I've never taken medication. I will say this. Um, Glenn's knowledge of sports, I think, is very compelling. And I think, I'm sure, you know, you talk about, we talked off air about, you know, hey, for a certain amount of money, you can have lunch with this wrestler or whatever. I think, you know, Glenn would be a really interesting lunch guest because he could talk about a lot of stuff. He could talk about sports. He could talk about, um, you know, women that he looks at. He could talk about his haircuts. He could talk about a lot of stuff. And, and, you know, people forget, I mean, Glenn is one of the greatest WCW women's champions of all time. I mean, he's got to be top three, and that that covers a lot of ground right there. So I'm a fan. Yeah, he just put you over again, Disco, and I think that that's something that you should take into account. Uh, Uh, Is there any further questioning? Cyrus, do you have any questions for us? Um, Well, he's the one being vetted. I, I maybe I just have a prepared statement, and, and I've I've actually got. Wait one a, second. Wait one second. So basically, you you have some character witnesses to rest your case. I I I had when people found out that I was being put through this process to get into the Hall of Fame with the great Matt Hardy and the even greater Ted Irvin. Um, I literally had thousands of people offer to write affidavits, write testimonials, record things. And I settled on one. And I think that uh, we can play that. Um, Mm -hmm. Perhaps it would be appropriate if before we play that, uh, that one, and I chose one out of uh, 17,438 offers I had, I chose one. Um, Perhaps I can just, you know, make my case very briefly here. Big fan of Glenn Gilberti, of course. Um, I just want to say that um, I can't believe that we're even going through this process because if you and I'm just going to say what other people have written about me in these 17,345 cards and letters I received just this week. Now, Cyrus, yeah. quick, is this serving as your closing argument before you play the correct, the, uh, correct, okay. correct. So um, I decided to do this myself and not have one of my attorneys read it, but I think I'll just basically read from what people have said about me. So first off, uh, era defining color commentator, 
once in a thousand years commentator. So basically, we go back all the way to Louis Saint Laurent, who was the color commentator for Napoleon during the Napoleonic Wars, who who provided the analysis of everything that was going on in the war room. Mm. We go back that far. He was the first wait, color commentator. Wait, 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 wait one minute. Is this the same guy that, and this is a shoot, that was the prime minister of Canada, that's Saint Laurent from MSL's it, it, like grandfather? It's, it's, it's his great, 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 great grandfather four times removed. Wow. That's tremendous. All right. So this was the first color commentator, and you literally can go back to there, and I've been voted the greatest color commentator of the last thousand years, the era-defining color commentator, the golden announcer. I've also been called Call. the invisible hand of pro wrestling, and I think for that reason alone, if you look at everything that's gone on in the wrestling business this this year, uh, Jericho Omega, you're welcome. You're Thank, thank you, Don Callis. Uh, Jericho's the Intercontinental Champion. You're welcome again. Kenny Omega, World Heavyweight Champion. You're welcome again. Two of my best friends in the business are the two top guys in New Japan. Um, you want to talk about everything going on with Impact Wrestling? You're welcome one more time. I am the invisible hand of pro wrestling. Can I say for, one for, thing for, real quick? For I, just I, I, one gonna, thing, I, for, for, for yeah. Disco's purposes, I have been called the Steve Pannon of pro wrestling. That is tremendous. And another thing that I like to say that you do have in common with Disco, he's been known as the invisible hand of sapphires, but I don't think that's it. I thought he was called the firm mitt. <laughs> that too. <laughs> All right. So that is um, your closing that is your closing and, statement. And, and, yeah. And I'll just I'll just finish off with saying this. And all of this I did after voluntarily taking fifteen years off from the wrestling business. That is true. And came in. There has never been a comeback like this one. And for that reason alone, I think that uh, that I should be in the Keeping It 100 Hall of Fame. To say nothing of the fact, and I will put over Disco one last time, the Disco list is one of the most universally recognized things in pro wrestling. And I have been number one with a bullet at the top of the true. Disco list for almost true. 100 episodes. Right. Boom. Yeah, that is yeah, true. That is, and have been buried is. for 100 episodes. So take that into account, Glenn. So you have a, you have an audio uh, character witness uh, so reporting, correct? I'll call it a celebrity endorsement character celebrity witness. Mm -hmm. We'd like to play that now. I like please. that. I like that. Hey, this is Chris Jericho, the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, lead singer of Fozzie, uh, with two, I repeat, two top ten rock radio hits in Judas and Painless, and of course, host of Talk is Jericho, one of the biggest podcasts in Westwood One or anywhere else in the world. Uh, but one of the coolest things that's going on right now is the nomination for Don Callis to be in uh, the Keeping It 100 Hall of Fame. I think it's a no-brainer joining uh, other luminaries such as Ted Irvin, uh, NHL's uh, top grinder from 67 to 77, number 27 in the program, number one in your hearts. Uh, David Weiss, the uh, flat earther slash genius who's going to reshape the thinking of America. And of course, uh, I believe the uh, Marcus Everett, the, the man 
Conan who went splat. Uh, and if that's not enough to get you into Conan's Keep It at 100 Hall of Fame, I don't know what is. Uh, but also, Don Callis having the comeback uh, of the decade in the pro wrestling world. He is the golden announcer. He is the announcing ace. He is the leader of the Black Mask Nation. No reason at all to not put him in Conan's Hall of Fame. He's a great guest whenever he calls Keeping It 100. And, um, you know, the, 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 the leader of the resurgence of Impact Wrestling, the host of Killing the Town, another huge successful podcast, uh, of course, which is on the Jericho Network, orchestrated by me. But uh, thank you so much uh, for the nomination. Don Callis is a man I look up to. I've known him since uh, 1990. I gave him a belly-to-belly suplex in an 8-by-8-foot ring uh, that he still calls one of his favorite moments in the pro wrestling business today. So, uh, Conan, I know you are behind this. Uh, Hurricane Helms is is, is definitely on board. Jojo Feeney is definitely on board. Other than that, who really cares? I mean, does anybody else even matter on your show? Right? I mean, I think KG... If you list the, the, the important people on Keeping It 100, it's Conan, Jojo Feeney, Shame Helms, Hoovy, Klein Rock, Marcus Everett, David Weiss, Burning Man Man, Ed, Ed Ferrara's Gout, Seth Rollins' Knee. That's about it, right? Nominate Don Callis for the Keep It 100. Hall of Fame. Put him in. Induct him. He deserves it. Bro, what a glittering generality. What an endorsement. And here's the other thing. You got very lucky, Cyrus, because I don't know if you know this. Disco had been asking for a public apology because in his book, Jericho said that he worked at a soup kitchen and Jim Ross, you know, read it and he felt sorry for D.I. And um, so Disco wanted an apology and Chris actually recorded like three or four different apologies and one time when he was getting to the part where yo i'm sorry and all that his daughter walked in because she needed help with her homework another time he was doing a gig i think like in ireland or something and just as he was gonna say you know i'm sorry the the band manager came in and said bro we gotta hit the stage another time i think he was in tokyo and the bullet train came by but you were able to get a clear endorsement that i like that i like that i like that I think it speaks volumes that a guy who might just be the biggest star in the business right now and one of the big stars in music and the king of all podcasting and your boss uh, has effectively endorsed me wholeheartedly to be alongside his own father. My God, I don't think we've ever seen this this level of generosity from Chris Jericho. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. Uh we're going to uh, – the show is going to air this week, okay? And what I want to do to uh, to assess uh, whether or not um, uh, my vote uh, – which may my vote will go, I want to get feedback. I want to see what the fans are saying. I want to see what the – what the uh, the mood is on Twitter, what what they think about this. When when they hear all the evidence, when they hear all the um, – uh, Clues, the arguments, photos. When, when they, I want them to hear everything. I want to hear this, what Don has said. I want to hear Chris's uh, endorsement. And um, once I get fan feedback, uh, we'll discuss it next week and I'll possibly just put it to a vote of whether or not Don Callis should be able to. 
Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. Selected as a supplemental entry into the Keep It 100 Hall of Fame. Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Razor at Sea, sailing from Miami to the Bahamas, October 2018. The Master of Ceremonies, me, Chris Jericho, the Sea of Honor tournament presented by Ring of Honor, featuring Cody, the Young Bucks, Dalton Castle, Marty Skrull, the Briscoes, Brandy Rose. Visit ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Wrestling, music, comedy, and more. All of the open ocean. ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Sail away, man. Yo, we're back with Shane Helms' favorite segment of the show with his favorite guest himself. What up, Shane? Boom. What's going on, man? How you guys kicking it today? Just chilling, man, waiting to chop it up with you. Uh, were you back in Ring of Honor this weekend, right? I think I saw some pictures on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, we uh, they did some uh, TV taping, so I guess this will be the official TV uh, debut of the Hurricane. So uh, one of those long-ass TV days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember those back in Impact and WCW. Uh, so how was it? Uh, it was great, man. I think when uh, my match went on, I think we were an hour, four, four and a half hours of <laughs> of the taping. So. Uh, it was it was a long day, but uh, you know a lot of good stuff. Did some pre tapes. Uh, I worked uh, Marty Scroll, the villain Scroll, right. I guess is how you pronounce it, the yeah. villain. So uh, fans are taking to that pretty well. So he man, that kid's over and he's good too. So I think we yeah. can do a lot of cool stuff going forward. So are you are you in a storyline? Are you just doing shots? What are you doing? By the well, way, originally, by know, the I just, way, I, by yeah. the way, I hope you did enjoy the fact that after you told us the thing about you and uh you know when you go hey that motherfucker's guilty that one 
Who was the guy that was talking yeah. to you? Uh, Adam Page. Adam Page. Uh, yeah. We did use that as a cold open. You did hear that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That was good, yeah. man. Yeah. That That's the good. only time that the uh, Gregory Helms character has been more over than a hurricane, I think. That's tremendous. So are yeah. you doing an angle with these guys? Mm -hmm. or are you just doing some shots or what? Uh, no, we agreed to uh, you know a bunch more dates going forward. So, uh, you know, at first it was just a three-shot deal uh, because of my schedule. Right. And, um, and so, uh, and it was kind of like, a, you know, let's fill this out, see how it goes. You know, the same thing I did when I went to Impact. I was like, let me see if I like it here. Because right. I don't want to just lock myself into a contract and, you know, then I don't like it or some shit like that or whatever. And, here, but, um, and, here's, a, and here's a good, and here's the other good part, Shane, which happens to me and also Disco. Um, we're like at the point in our careers, thank God, that you can almost basically go where you want to go if you want to go. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know, I mean, it's great to have that, you know, that level of comfort, you know. and um, But everything went yeah. great. You know, I think we mentioned this in, uh, in last week. Everything went great in Texas. Uh, so, you know, that made them want to do some more stuff. Everything went great this past weekend. It went really good. You know, um, fans ate it up. I was able to do some well, new stuff. So it'll be well, cool. Let's be honest. Forward. Let's be honest here. Um, however great you did, uh, let's go to Twitter. Um, your Twitter page. You, you, uh, you tweeted some stuff that I would be embarrassed if I tweeted this, I would really be embarrassed for myself. Shane, we were doing so good. For okay. a while, he was very uh, – wait a minute. Wait a minute. For a while, he was very silent, and I was hoping I'd actually uh, fallen asleep so you and me could talk. But no, he was uh, looking shit up on Twitter. Go ahead, Glenn. <laughs> no, I had the stuff prepared on Twitter. Okay. All right. Uh, because Shane, Shane's Twitter this week was a um, – like I said, you know, like sometimes we – you know, like who was the guy that said um, the, uh, the, the coach, um, Norma – or Herman Edwards, right? Right. They used to say, "Don't press send." You know, don't right. press. Like, don't. <laughs> right. You know. right. 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 Okay. So, so Shane, Shane did that a lot this week. Uh, that I think he's regretting. Uh, Shane, you tweeted this <laughs> one day ago. This is this is very embarrassing. Okay, well, I would I would never tweet something like this. Okay. Thank you, Fairfax, Virginia. Getting the quote, "You still got it," unquote, and. Quote, this is wrestling, unquote, chance from a Ring of Honor crowd is a definite win. Hero versus villain at Marty Skrull. Hashtag current legend. Hashtag I know a guy. Shane, you tweeted that. Let me ask you a question. So you're, you're wrestling now for the you still got it and this is wrestling chance? No, I didn't wrestle for it. But if I get it, you know, it's cool to have. I know why you would never tweet that because no fans would ever chant that to you. So that's probably why you would never no, do no, that. No, that's kind of, that's I, I don't want. Also I don't true. want these. I don't want these sissy chants from the from the crowd like that. You still got it. This but is rest. Did, did you get not, a this question? things you're never going to get? Did you get a "This is awesome" chant too? Uh yeah, I think it started it when I did the avalanche neckbreaker off the uh, top, which about broke my damn <laughs> back, but. <laughs> that's great so, so it's awesome wrestling in front of a crowd like that the, that just basically the, does all the chants of the cheerleading and stuff everything. So you, you, that, that's, that's what your career that's what you're doing right now is just has, um, basically wrestling for those things uh, I don't know I mean he's just saying like how he would never work for those chants but you know knowing poor damn well he would never get them anyway so <laughs> that's tremendous well I don't, I don't okay I don't want to get into also this discussion true. I don't want to get into the discussion I, uh, we got in last week again. 
Okay, because we'll just be repeating ourselves. But I played a clip uh, from 2016 of Donald Trump. Okay, and then we discussed. We had discussion about it. A little bit of arg- an argument. Um, somebody tweeted about that at that uh, that moment on the show, and it's the Wet Island. That guy that kind of like um, he's been a very uh, vocal uh, Twitter follower of all of us. Uh, I think he's written the show before too. Um, so this is response to you to our discussion on the on the show. Take your effing petty emotions out of your arguments at Shane Helms Common at Conan fifty one fifty. At the real disco plays you a clip that shits on your narrative, and both of you get sand in your pussies. On top of that, provide no examples to the contrary. Now Shane responded to that, and I thought it was a very disrespectful response. Okay, um, as opposed to Shane, what he just said. As opposed to what he that's just tremendous, said. Right. So, um, well, the guy was just commenting on what he thought about the. Well, what did you say to him? What did you uh, say to him? No, here's here's what Shane said. He, so Shane quoted the tweet. And said, it's so cute when half-pint hobbits try to talk tough on Twitter. You'd be adorable if your face didn't look like a blowed-out asshole. <laughs> Hashtag who hurt you. Shay, that is a very disrespectful thing to uh, to tweet at somebody. Um, well, why did you? Why were you so mean-spirited in that tweet? <laughs> oh. I reply, I treat people how they treat me. You come at me, I come back. Right. Exactly. 1,000%. Um, yeah, did you and, guys? And, and to, he, did you leave, like if you followed up with that thread? It was just a bunch of, you know, like homophobic and bigoted shit that he was saying. So he definitely leans toward disco's train of thought. What thousand percent? No, 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 no. They're in the like closet together. So I don't have a train of thought. Yeah. Okay, and it's uh, but that's, also, that's for damn sure. That needs to be your T-shirt <laughs> right there. I don't have a train of thought. That is no, that's the truest shit you've ever that said. Be the cold open. No, my thoughts are very static, and because I read a lot of stuff and a lot of uh, it does uh, have a lot of like, static. You're right about uh, that. I'd, I'd like yeah. to go. I'd like to take, take a break from um uh from our Twitter uh, here, and mm-hmm. I'd like to discuss uh, something that was um that was that Jericho tweeted, that right. was a topic of discussion. And the headline that is here. Okay, this is. Yeah, let me just say real quick. Funny. Let me just say this real quick. I love Surly Shane, Surly Dave, Juicing and John, uh, Gin and Juicing and Molly, uh, everything. Molly Meltzer, uh, mm-hmm. and I like Surly Chris Jericho. <laughs> did you? Okay, before we get in that, just a quick sidebar. I like did you Surly, see yeah. Dave? Did you yeah. see Dave Meltzer get in the Twitter war with one of my troll accounts to add Disco? <laughs> That's <Disney>. tremendous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was me. That was awesome. I was gonna, <laughs> say, I was gonna say, Dave. You know, you are talking to a troll account, but I knew somebody yeah. would do first, and they did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Somebody smarted him up. I wish it would have never smarted him up. It would have got a lot, awesome. lot longer. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, Jericho had some tweets about his uh, his um, experience with American Airlines, and uh, let me see if I can see this here. Uh, okay. Uh, the spotlight of. This is the headline, okay? Chris Jericho tells a fan to F off, uh, they spell out the word, after he makes a complaint to American Airlines. And they had they consider that they put hashtag GOAT, like greatest of all time. Right. So I guess Chris had, a, had a, uh, a flight, and he tweeted, no phone charger outlets or movies on a three-and-a-half-hour flight from LAX to Dallas. Uh, how old is this plane, and what – here are we living in at American Air, um, and I guess American Air responded to him. Uh, Hi, Chris. We know how uh, important it's it's having 
onboard entertainment. Well, not all plan planes have what we're work, we're working on it. Uh, it won't happen again. I guess. Okay, Joe, can you see this? I can't. I can't read this yeah. tweet. Fan uh, Florida realtor goes, "You're such a prima donna of all the stuff going on in the world. This is what you choose to complain about. A lot of flights under four hours don't have movies and phone charger outlets. If those things are so important to you, you should start chartering your own plane, big pimp." And Chris Jericho responds, "Hmm, thanks for your opinion. Now here's mine. Fuck off. Hashtag blocked." Right, because that's because that's the same thing where I, I agree. Did with Shane. He came at him like a dickhead, yeah. and he got buried. And that's and that's what I always do. Look at look, I think this is funny. It says uh, um, uh, Kevin Nash responds to him yeah. at American Airline blows a notch above discount airlines. I try to only fly Delta, right? So this one guy goes, "It's all about JetBlue, big sexy," and he goes, "No first class." And the extended roads are still unbearable. Fuck first class is unbearable on most planes, which is misspelled twice. The electronic equipment hangs under the seat, leaving nowhere for the size 16 feet. <clears throat> now, there was one that I thought was funny. Disco, when when uh, the guy was going at it with, uh, <laughs> with, with Meltzer, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a point where Meltzer goes, are you talking about me or Eric? And the guy goes, you jack off. <laughs> Right, yeah. Bro, then Eric got mad. Eric got mad through shade. I mean, uh, Dave got mad through shade at me. Right. Because he thought it was me. It was funny, you know, I mean, like, but that's how those those troll accounts, man, could get get you in trouble sometimes. Yeah, right. Let me say this, and this is one thing I will say, is that the uh, the Eric Bischoff-Dave Meltzer feud is uh, pretty entertaining and pretty uh, vicious. On There's a lot of heat there, if you notice that, okay? Uh, Also, I, I do think... That that is a um, you have to admit, that's not a good look for Dave. If he's supposed to be like the 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 number one wrestling journalist, which he is, I don't think anybody's going to argue that. But don't you think he should know the wrestlers' the actual real Twitter accounts? Well, you, you feel like he's some... a better. You think he's a better journalist than Gregory Hounds, ace reporter? Oh no, that's <laughs> whole another level shit. Did <laughs> Did we talk about normal what? shit. <laughs> Weren't okay, you supposed okay. to work on something this week? Well, let me let me go to our little text right here. You were supposed to get some information for us on something. Uh, what, what was uh? Wasn't there a controversy? We were trying to find out what happened this week. Yeah, I, told I you remember to get something, get... but I don't, I don't, I don't know what I did. Now, Shane, uh, I was thinking of that uh, the, uh, the no, Joe, Joe Jackson not, it story, right? It was Nakamura right? getting bit by the dog. All right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. right. Did you find anything about that? Did you get an eyewitness account or anything? It was uh, an explosion. Uh, one of those explosion dogs. Right, like how, the explosion why, things. Right, right. Because because Nakamura uses a power bomb. All right, you know what? Uh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. That's hard. That was absolutely hard. That's awesome. <laughs> That's absolutely hard. Oh, the fucking the fucking dog bit him. I don't know. I know, like I, I you know, they, when they put the reporter, they said the dog accidentally bit him. And like, that's, a, that's what I tweeted about. Like, accident. Dogs don't accidentally fucking okay. bite people. That's a that's, that's a, my, that's that's my a, point. Did he antagonize a, the dog? Did he try to like? Did he, did he do? Bro, because those dogs at, at the airport go up and down the like they don't bite anybody. They're just smelling the the the, the, the bombs and everything. That's like what an old do? school. That's like an old school grizzled dog, like a wrestling veteran. Uh, fuck them Japanese guys, Pearl Harbor, USA. Okay, this is okay, and I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. This is. I'm gonna tell a story. Okay, that uh, this is a the the legend of lore of uh, um, 
Did you ever hear the story about Mr. Fuji and the neighbor's dog? No. Yeah. You guys ever heard this? I heard it. Have, no. have you heard it, Joe? Yes. Okay. So here's here's the the uh, it's either an old wives tale or it's true, and it's just it's like when you heard the story back in the day, like it's 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 a shame to think that like people thought it's like funny, but it's not. It's funny because it's ridiculous how absurd it is that somebody would actually do this, but it's disgusting. Okay. Why do I have a feeling this is going to take some sort of racial turn and not be all that funny? But go ahead. Not, not at all. Right. Apparently, uh, Mr. Fuji was kind of like a miserable guy, you know, and uh, his next door neighbor had a dog that barked all the time hmm. and I like, kept him up. Right. So uh, so one day the neighbor's dog, the, the neighbor's dog disappears. Right. Just, just disappears. So Mr. Fuji, like a few days later, invites the neighbor over to dinner. And supposedly he had killed the neighbor's dog because it barked too much and fed the guy, uh, cooked the dog and fed it at, at, at his, uh, fed the guy, the dog. Right. Have you, you never heard that story? I think I have, but I just thought it was such too crazy and so much bullshit. I forgot about it, but I have heard that. Right. Well, right. you, I was yeah, like, that's you remember later on, they did an angle with Al Snow and the big boss man where a uh, boss man fed him his dog that he used to bring to the ring or something. And they said that was, from that story, like they wrote oh, in the story. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, really? They yeah, actually yeah. did that? It's, yeah. They, yeah. Al Snow had a little chihuahua on Bossman, kidnapped it, yeah. and then fed it to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Like 19, that's the attitude era, yeah, bro. Yeah, 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the truth? So here's the worst thing. We're worst just, thing we, we just laughed at that. We just yeah. laughed at that. And we're going to get the PC Snowflakes tweeted about how, how disgusted we are for, for, for laughing at that. But I can't, I can't help it. That's yes. So Actually, Conan, uh, that angle happened in September of 99, and uh, Vince was still there for another month. So Vince may have had some uh, something to do with that one. Cool. Yeah, man, but that's what I'm going to be doing this weekend, UFC and chilling at home, trying to rest up the body a little bit before I go back. You know, I got a, uh, two tours of Europe this month. And uh, a couple other, uh, you know, tours this month. So it's going to be a busy deal. Good, man. I'm glad you're busy making some money and doing what you love to do and uh, traveling and letting people meet you and meet them. You know, I know what a thrill that is because I'm doing the same shit. Um, anyways, man, I want to thank you for being on your favorite guest on your favorite segment, the Shane Helm segment. Boom.
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. fight usually can you usually tell that you've kind of either broken the guy or he's too tired is it when he's on top of you and you can hear his breathing pattern is when he's hitting you and the strength isn't is diminishing is it the sound that he makes when you hit him where can you kind of tell you've kind of broken him or his cardio uh you know i can i could just tell in the body language i i've got, i've gotten very good with observing people's body language and, and through wrestling and uh seeing you know after the second round i looked him right in the eyes when he was going to get ready to go back to a stool and i'm like i'll see you next round boy i'm just getting warmed up and i could just see the way that you know he kind of rolled his eyes like oh my gosh you know and then and then i watched him walk back to the stool and his body's not the same confidence not the same energy you know kind of having a slow step because he's a little tired dragging heavy more blood in his in his muscles and he doesn't have the oxygen so you know, I just I can tell by body language and expression. That's the biggest thing for me. 
Was there any, like, in the dressing room after the fight? Did he come and say, hey, thank you, much respect? Or did you guys not talk to each other? And, and, it, and it continues or what? Yeah, you know, I, I'm never breaking cafe, baby. You know, I, I'm living the gimmick, man. That's, that's <laughs> right. what I do. I'm the bad guy, you know. Got I'm right. not here to shake hands. I'm, I'm not here for significant love touches. I'm here to get money and beat dudes' asses. So, you know, he walked by me. He had his head down. He's a great fight. You're the real deal. Uh, you know, much respect. And I, I just walked by. You know, I didn't have anything to say to him. Right. So the other thing that I was very obviously he didn't and this is nothing to take away from you. Obviously, he didn't bring the same power he had in the in his other weight. But I will say one thing, bro, for a guy that's known for having vicious knockouts, you have a great chin because he tagged you a couple of times and you just stood there. Yeah, man, I got a, I got an iron chin, but, you know, he didn't he didn't hit me with anything. And, you know, I just, I, I, have, I think I have the extra bone. You know, Dan Henderson used to have like an extra bone in his face, and I really just feel like I have that because I've never even been dazed, and I, and I've went with some big heavy hitter middleweights in the gym and American top team. I've never even came close to being dazed or rocked or anything. So, you know, I know I got one of the strongest chins that's ever touched down in the octagon. What the, do you fight think? You had, the, the, the fight you lost, what happened? You guys admit it, right? What, what, what did the guy catch you with? Yeah, you know, the the one fight in my career that, you know, I gave a win away, I went in with a fractured rib. This is this is not fake news. This is real news. You know, the, the x-rays are out there. The, the UFC doctors gave me four cortisone shots the week of the fight. Four cortisone shots. Every day I was going in to get a cortisone in my rib. So, you know, it was just a stupid, a stupid mistake. But, you know, that's what life is. You're learning from your mistakes, and, and you get better from it. And, and honestly, I'm glad I have that loss. It's really motivated me. It still lights the fire under my eyes. I go to sleep fucking just thinking about that loss. I don't even think about any of my success. Even though I know I'm the best in the world, but you know that loss is a complete fluke. You know I got caught in the guillotine submission. It wasn't like I got beat up. You know he can't. He he had insider information that my rib was hurt because the first thing he did. He's Brazilian. I have a lot of Brazilians at my gym. He came out. He threw a liver kick right to my rib. I ducked. I'm like, oh, literally. I, I thought my whole body was exploding. I put my head down. He jumped on the guillotine choke. So you know he had insider information. The UFC knows. You know I went with a fractured rib. I learned a tough lesson, but I did learn a very valuable lesson. You don't go into fights injured, and, and you know, it, it is what it is. I'm happy it happened. It, it strengthened me, and it, it made me better. Whatever happened to him? It Wasn't that Alves or something like that? Yeah, you know, the guy's a complete bum. His next fight, he got beat up by this kid, Brian Barberena. And then when I got healthy, I was like, I want Barberena just to prove to everybody that was a fluke loss because it was the biggest fluke loss in the UFC. And then I went on and fought Barbarena next, and I destroyed Barbarena, and you know Barbarena destroyed Alves, and and he lost to someone else. I mean, Usman, guy, you know, it was a complete. Yeah, yeah, he lost to that guy too. So yeah, you know, yeah, what, I mean, the guy, he's he's a nobody. Do you give predictions on any on any fights, Colby? Uh, if I if I like the fighter, yeah, but if they're okay, like what, a filthy animal from Brazil, then no. No, no filthy animals here. Two two upstanding Americans, <laughs> which I'm not sure who to go for, but I'm kind of edging towards Miocic. Who do you got in the Miocic Cormier fight? I got Cormier. DC, that's my boy. That dude, his wrestling is nasty, Coney. He's gonna take down Stipe and beat his ass. Oh, I'm not saying that couldn't happen. I just um uh I, I don't know. I just I'm going with Stipe on this one. Uh, who do you got on that one, Disco? I like Cormier. Cormier. Oh, he's, he's, unde he's undefeated at heavyweight, right? I mean, he's fought big guys and knows how to fight. He's a, he's a very difficult fighter because he's not. He, how, how tall is he, uh, Colby? He's like a little tank. Yeah, but that's a, that's uh, a diff he, difficult kind of fight. Yeah. Yeah. He's like five nine, five ten. Yeah. I mean, how like, tall is how tall is Stipe? I'd like six two. Yeah, that's got to be difficult to find uh, guys to like uh, to spar against. 
that are built like Daniel Cormier, right? Yeah, because he's such a, such a low center to gravity, and, and he's a quick guy. He's got the, the athleticism advantage over Miocic, so he'll beat him to the punch, no doubt about it. And, and he can head, he can bob and weave his head. You know, he'll get on the inside. And such a so low center of gravity. I mean, he's going to get on your legs, and he's going to dump you and put you on the mat. So it's tough to prepare for a guy like that. No, there any... Yeah. Real quick, Kobe. Who, uh, who, like, what style gives you a uh, gives you trouble? Is there like any type of style that like you like like you find more difficulty with than others, or like some some styles are tailor made for you, uh, or other styles just like you 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 require more effort? Nah, to be honest, you know, I've been saying since the beginning, all the styles they're easy for me because you know I'm a, I'm the well I'm the most well rounded fighter in on the planet, hands down. My Muay Thai is you know it's it's a plus rating. My my wrestling is A++. My jiu-jitsu is A++. So, you know, if I fight a jiu-jitsu guy, I'm going to beat him up standing. If I fight a wrestler, he's not going to have as good a wrestling or cardio. There's a difference between wrestling and cardio. So, And then if I fight a striker, I'll take him down and finish him. So all matchups are easy. <laughs> so what, um, are you following what Lashley is doing in WWE, um, Colby? Oh, uh, you know, I followed a little bit in the beginning, but I've been so busy since, you know, my fight. I haven't got to pay attention, but, you know, I've been hearing that, you know, it hasn't been the best. No, no, it hasn't been the best. You're absolutely correct. Now, Ronda's done a really good job. Have you seen anything of her? Uh, I've seen, you know, I see, I see little clips here and there that the UFC be posting, but I haven't, uh, I didn't know if she was still marking out because I remember when she first got there, she was marking out a little bit. Oh, she, yeah. uh, a lot. More than a little bit. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She was just giggling all the time like, wow, I can't believe but, I'm yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, right. Right? right. Like, yo, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Colby, you, you were on the same card as the CM Punk Mike Jackson fight. What, what did you think about how that turned out? Uh, you know, you know, no one wanted to see it anymore because they saw CM Punk in his first fight, and they, you know, after he couldn't produce in that fight against some other kid that was, you know, a pretty much nobody uh, that had no UFC fights or any fights. Yeah, you know, just. Yeah, it turned off the fans. It turned off me, too. I'm just like, you know, we've seen this this road before, you know. Sam Punk, he was a legendary wrestler, but, you know, you can't just switch over to MMA when you're, you know, in your mid-30s or 40 like he is and just expect to be a world beater. So, you know, I was already turned off, and I just thought it was more of a circus act at that point. So hmm. I, I didn't pay attention to it at all. Any fights that are coming up that you're looking forward to seeing? Uh, definitely the DC versus Ipe. That That definitely has my eyes drawn on it. Besides that, it's just, it's the it's the primetime mega card. Me and uh, me and Woodley. Hopefully, uh, McGregor comes out too. He needs to stop, you know, being a little potato picker over in uh, Ireland and, and get back and make the UFC great again, like myself. What do what do you th- what do you what, real quick? What is I haven't heard much from him in a while. But what do you think his deal is? He's just partying too much and he don't give a fuck, or he just made so much money he don't care anymore, or you or he is gonna come back. What do you think? be honest i i don't know man i don't think he's coming back i think he's got too much money in the bank he just made a hundred million he was making 20 million before that in the ufc 20 20 million a fight so i think he's got so much money he's not gonna fight but the only thing that i can see him coming back is is the fact he just got that big lawsuit in new york throwing a trolley through a bus i mean come on that's a joke in itself you don't see me doing stupid shit like that or hiding under a cage like that other idiot from jackson wink but uh yeah, I don't see him come back, you know. Maybe he comes back. I, I heard he wants to fight Nate Diaz, too, and, and people are saying Khabib, but he doesn't want to fight Khabib or wrestler, so I don't know. I think everything's lining up, though. I can tell you right now, the real money fight's going to be me and McGregor after I destroy Woodley. You heard it here first on Conan's podcast. It's going to be me and McGregor next fight. Nice. Call him out. That's how you make the money. Call him out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the the the... the 
So right now, you're just do you just train to stay in shape because you know you're probably gonna fight Woodley, or are you already training for Woodley? Yeah, right now I'm not even training for Woodley. I I know how to beat Woodley. He's an easy stylistic matchup for me. So you know, there's nothing that I need to go into uh, too much vigorous detail worrying about what he does. I mean, he's he's a one trick pony. He all he does is throw right hands. So you know, I'm not too worried about it. I'm just you know standing. I'm doing what I do. I live a healthy lifestyle year round, man. I eat healthy food, organic food get my running in my my late night workouts with all my chicks you know in the bedroom and then you know just you know get ready for the fight but you know i'm not i'm not training for the fight right now i'm not gonna worry about woodley i'm gonna worry about you know my victory tour i'm I'm world champion ufc world champion which is uh you know not very many people are ever gonna accomplish that in their life so you know i'm gonna live it up for now and then i'll get on to you know the easy money next all right man uh anything else you want to ask him di no i'm good what, what do you got uh you go plug your stuff Kobe. Uh, follow me at Colby Cub MMA for my Instagram and Twitter, and uh, definitely follow Conan and Disco Inferno's podcast, man. Best podcast around. Man, I want to thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come uh, chop it up with us. Hopefully, maybe uh, once this gets signed, maybe two months out or a month out, we can have you on just to get a, a, a couple quick words from you. Um, you know, like I told many people, I met you over there at... Uh, TNA when you were doing that angle with uh, Dan Lambert and Bobby Lashley, super, super cool guy. And uh, you're right. You know, you never get overweight. You always kind of stay at around your own weight so you don't have to be cutting weight like a lot of these guys who end up, you know, uh, cutting so much weight that it affects their, um, you know, their performance in the octagon. But super cool dude, man. And I'm really happy for all your success. And I can't wait to see you take that picture with Trump and uh, beat Woodley and then call out um, uh, Conor McGregor. It's, it's happening. All that stuff you just said right there, it's all going to come to fruition very soon. All right, Kobe, man. I want to thank you very much for being on Keeping It 100. Boom. It is time once again for the Disco Inferno song pick of the week.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Yo, we're back to chop it up with some sports and, of course, the biggest news of the week, something that I predicted last week, LeBron going to L.A. What do you think about that? And then, of course, Boogie Cousins going to the Warriors, which is sickening. Well, the Boogie Cousins to the Warriors is the sick, is ridiculous. Um, they've got an all-star team, five guys. That, that five, came out of nowhere, bro. That came out of yeah, absolutely – yeah. yeah, out of nowhere, and it's, it's just not even really fair. Um, the uh, – uh, LeBron, like so. So LeBron, when in Vegas, when LeBron signed with LA, right. they became seven to two favorites to win the title. Right. Okay. <laughs> because everybody bet on. Oh, them. I saw that tweet you put. That was yeah. hilarious. Did by you the imagine the way. That was people bet on them, and then they yeah. found out that the Golden State got Boogie Cousins. Yeah. Oh, I thought, bro. I think I'm gonna bet this. Tell if the there's tweet a that you offer, posted. Put the tweet. Tell the tweet that you posted. The one when you said after people found out that, you know, the, yeah. after Boogie Cousins uh, signed, they had like the bunny uh, rabbit picture, going nuts. Yeah. The picture of the panda, the, the, the giant panda bear going nuts. This <laughs> uh, oh, all, all those people that bet the Lakers to win the title at 7-2 and King James signed for finding out the Warriors got Boogie Cousins. It shows the panda <laughs> breaking the guy's desk. Um, <laughs> right. I, I'm going to bet this. If they, if they offer this, I'm going to bet that the Lakers do not make the playoffs. Okay, number one is because uh, my main thing is is that they're way overpriced, okay, and they, and they stink. You know, they didn't make the playoffs last year. They added the James. But um, the, uh, James has more minutes logged than anybody in the NBA like the past. Like, like he's, he's played a ridiculous amounts of minutes compared to Ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. Yeah, he's got all these finals, so he's played, like, way more games. Bro, I just think that he is, to, to, based on the math – He's due to get hurt. I mean, I have to sit out at some point with some type of injury at his age and all the minutes that he's logged, right? I'm willing to bet on that, and the Lakers without him would be terrible. And, bro, in the West, everybody wins like 50 games. Right. That makes the playoffs. You know, like, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of, team, a lot of really good teams in the West that are on the fringe, you know, don't you think? I just think at the end of the day, whether the Warriors win in the regular season or the playoffs, they're going to win. The, what you're seeing now is, and I might have started with the Celtics. I don't know, or maybe we can go back to. I don't know. We could go probably, but you know, the, no, the, the, that 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 big three Pierce, super. Allen, Kevin, yeah, Kevin Garnett, Paul, uh, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce. That's right. what started. They they yeah. started this whole trend, and then of course it was LeBron and and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, yeah. right? Okay, right. So well, and then they have. Well, the thing with the Celtics, so they got a little bit lucky because uh, they also had Rondo, right. who was young, 
and like emerged into a star. Right. You know? There's always so, a guy that you don't expect to do right, good, whether right. it's Draymond Green or, you know, right. it's always somebody yeah. that, yeah, right. So, right. but I look at the Lakers, right? And I'm looking at this team, Rondo, who's a head case, JaVel McGee, who did good for, for the Warriors, but nothing out of he, it. He, 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 he got the Shaq to the Warriors because he was always making these epic fails. <laughs> I know. Shaq, Shaq to the fool. Bro, I love yeah, that. Shaq, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they got, they got Lance Stevenson. Bro, it's like, it's like they, they were surrounded. Like, I bet you LeBron basically like went to LA and said, hey, let's, just, I'm, let's do a reality show during the season. And we got to get maybe, all these guys. Maybe, yeah. I mean, am I right? Is, this, is that a yeah, possibility? They're not, right. they're not great players. Yet. He ain't surrounding because you look at look at the team. Rondo, McGee, Stevenson, three fucking head cases, right? Yeah. Uh, you might as well have thrown – you might as you might as well have brought J.R. Richard with you if you're going to have those yeah. three, right? Lonzo Ball and his dad. Right, Lonzo Ball's Lonzo, dad, right? You know, Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball. Have it, bro, it's right. a, I, I tweeted it's a shit show. Right. Have you LeBron seen Lonzo Ball and show. Kyle Kuzma, the way they were roasting each yeah. other on Twitter, yeah. that, the, that the Lakers had to say enough already? Right. Yeah, you might be it's right. Shit yeah, you might be right. right. Yeah. It's a shit show. That, you know? It's not a great team. I'm bet they don't play well. No. Well, here's a thing. Here, here's yeah. a thing. Magic must have told... LeBron something besides I'm giving you $150 million, okay? Mm-hmm. For him to sign for four years because, you know, he'd never done that. So there's right. somebody that they're probably very close to signing that we don't even know about because they have the money. So, you know, uh, they're probably we'll going to yeah. surround him. Uh, come on. They're probably going to surround him with one or two more big names. You've got to think. Okay, so now let's get to the, uh, to the World Cup, D.I., right? Mm-hmm. I've watched... Every single team in the World Cup. I know you watch a lot of the games. Who do you got going to the finals if it were today? Brazil's a lock, right? I don't see any, but bro, they, they've all, the goalie in the the whole in four games. Their goalies only had to make four saves. Okay, can I say one thing though? Yep. I he think in their bracket. Wait, okay. I think I got Brazil too. Okay, go ahead. Say yours, and then I'll say mine. Go ahead. Brazil. Okay, Brazil. That's it. They win everything. All right. Yeah, Whenever. Yeah. All right. I think in their bracket, I'm looking right now, is France, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Pogba, which I know you know who he is, is a stud. All right? Yep. And, bro, what can you say about that 19-year-old Mbappe? He's incredible, yeah. too. He's awesome. Go, huh? go ahead. Go ahead. I'm good. I'm going to go with France, even though at the beginning everybody said they were having a lot of internal issues. I, that's the best team I've seen so far, and I think Brazil was second. And the only bad thing is they're both in the same bracket. So I'm going with those, those two. And in the other bracket, I wouldn't mind seeing UK win. But right now they're still tied with Colombia, correct? Yes, they are. Yeah. Could you believe – now, did the first thing that went in your mind, being a worker, did the first thing that go in your mind when Russia beat Spain go, there's got to be some sort of a work here? Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm betting Croatia, uh, that, that next game, Russia was the lowest ranked team coming into this tournament. Do you know that? Yeah. Of all the teams, all the 32 teams that they were ranked the lowest. I mean, they're they're playing above. They beat Spain. I couldn't believe that. Obviously. That Mexico did. They already had their moment. You know, Mexico beat Germany. They had their, then they just couldn't. You know, they played right. another really team and they lost. So it's like that's exactly what I thought. They they got yeah. the early adrenaline dump, and yeah. then after that, it was yeah, right, yeah. So um, I, like, I like I like them. 
Okay, so you got Brazil, I got France. Um, mm -hmm. All right, so that's been the sports section. Enjoy the rest of the show. Boom. Chicharito's off the back. Give and go. Chicharito from Guadalajara. Here he comes. Hernandez leads it. Lozano. Cutting. Looking. Shooting. Lozano. Go. Mexico leads. Guardado que devuelve para Javier. Va Chicharito. Si cruza. Tachuki. Viene el primero. Viene, viene, viene. Engancha para pegarle. Viene. Imagine what the truth. Damn, my hippie going 
psycho Lil' mama bad like Michael Can't really trust nobody With all this jewelry on you My roof look like a no-show Got diamonds by the bolo Come with the Tony Momo For clowns and all the balls Oh, I ain't be going psycho Lil' mama bad like Michael Can't really trust nobody With all this jewelry on you My roof look like a no-show Got diamonds by the bolo Don't act like you my friend When I'm rolling through my hands, oh Okay, you guys ready for the world-famous disco list? Yes, I am. Absolutely. Boom. All right. Lord Cyrus. Uh, oh, he's, he's definitely – he's on the list until further notice. You know. Right. Until, um, so you're letting the we'll people do, decide if he should be on the list, right? On the list. No, 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 no. We'll just – I mean, he's still on the list. You're yeah, just listening to opinions right now of the fans to see if you to see if he's worthy of beating our the Keeping One Hundred Hall of Fame. All right, because Matt uh, Hardy's in the list and he's in the Keeping One Hundred Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, 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 Lance Storm. Oh, he's on the list. Paul Security to the Stars, Lazenby. <laughs> he's on the list. Scott Tuggles the Amore. Uh, definitely on the list. Uh, you know, he's still trying to like. Did he ever apologize? Can you get when you go back to the impact tapings? Can you get a uh, recorded apology from him? I did say that. I, yeah, I did say that I was going to do that, and I will. Um, yeah, get a next, next impact tapings in Toronto. I, uh, yeah, I plagiarized the, uh, the 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 swing with vines. Right, uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, he's still <laughs> he's definitely still with. He still owes me an apology for uh, calling me a shit podcaster. Now, what did you think of the glittering generality? Or the uh, character uh, uh, testimonial he gave for Lord Cyrus, his lordship, uh, um, the audio that was played for you. I mean, I'll listen to it again. I mean, I wasn't very impressed with it, to be honest with you. Well, well, he's right. on the list. If, right. if you noticed, Rebecca. he said that what? the uh, the only votes that really counted on the show was myself, Conan, Shane Helms, Hoovy, and Kleinrock. He did not mention your name. I don't know if you noticed he, that. He also said David Weiss, the Burning, Man, the Burning Man, Man, Marcus yeah. Everett also. Yeah, yeah. yeah Marcus Everett. Uh, you know what? Let me now that we're talking about the now that we're talking about Marcus Everett, the guy that went splat. Is he's on? Is he still on the list? Of course. Okay. <laughs> All right, Joe. Here's another attempt by you to send me and Disco a film of somebody, and they don't go splat. Now, right. I'm going to explain this film clip, but I like you to put it on Patreon. <laughs> the film clip that you decide that that you that you decided to send me. From Edmonton, Canada, all those darn Canadians. <laughs> the one where the meth had got arrested in the convenience store and then his girlfriend hit on the roof and then mm -hmm. came crashing down, which is one hell of a bump. Yeah. That is not right. a splat. Okay? <laughs> but I did like the fact that both of them got arrested. There was a two-tiered fall. She hit the shelf into the floor. Right. You know? Right. Did you see the one that I, that I just sent, though, where the guy tried to do the somersault off the deck into the pool and landed knees first on the concrete? No, I saw that. That's a good one. Oh, that's that's great. I, did you see the one that I just sent you? Uh, the two of you from Shane no. from Instagram. That Jack Evans missing an acai moonsault and landing on the floor. A springboard acai oh. moonsault, and he lands on the floor on his back. Yeah, I guarantee you this was in AAA. Let me see this. Ring of uh, Ring of Honor. Oh, Ring of Honor. Okay, oh, it looks Honor? like the old days. How, yeah, how, that's probably two thousand two, two thousand three, yeah, or four. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Let me see I mean, this. How, how did he not like separate his shoulder or something oh. on there? 
that's a lot. That's still not splat, but that's a good bump. That's a lot on the right shoulder there. Jesus Christ. Oh, All right. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of putting him on the list. I'll, put, I'll take it this week. Put that I'm Jack Evans on the Patreon, too, if you can, uh, yeah. uh, Joe. I'll do it right now. Uh, who's next for the list? Uh, Rebecca Evers, Lance Storm's daughter. <laughs> she's she's gonna. Say, I don't know how she's ever gonna get off the list. She's gonna, she's gonna stay on the list until. And she's only made that one. Well, that one tweet got her on the list, and it was enough. Yeah. yeah, it was vile enough to keep her on there that long. Okay, the yeah. North Kakalaki contingent. Yeah, Matt Max, go ahead. All the go, go ahead. The North Carolina contingent. Yeah, Matt Maxell, Wolfgang, Rebby, and Senor Benjamin. All of them are on the list. Shane Helms. Oh, he's def- definitely still on the list. <clears throat> Sexy star. Um. She's on the list. Is she still on your list? She's still on my list. How about her explanation? Did she have, didn't she have a fight recently? Yeah, and she won. Hmm. Oh, she did. Interesting. Yeah. How about her explanation? Uh, that was terrible. That's still on the list. Okay, for people that don't know, it's an explanation that she gave for not hurting Rosemary at last year's <laughs> WrestleMania. Yeah, if you watch a clip of it, the explanation makes no sense whatsoever. She uh, tried to hurt her. Actually. Jimmy Jacobs, blue fingernails and purple toenails. Oh, they could be black, green, orange, yellow, and they'll still be on the list. Uh, did he ever submit a video? No, but I am going. I am going to go now. When I get Scott Tuggles' um, apology, I'm going to see if I can get him to, uh, you know, send a video of him getting his his uh, nails done. Yeah, by a hot chick. That's, right. That's the whole key. Right. Um, uh, who do we got? Mark Madden. Oh, he's still on the list. Okay. Uh, Vince Russo and his singing. It's definitely still on the list. Terrible. Uh, the Conspiracy Horsemen. They're still on the list. They try to, uh, you know, I, I bury those guys. But that Ben Heyman keeps taking shots at me, too. So he's still on the list. And you heard the drop last week he left on you, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very, very disrespectful. Why, why do you keep bringing people on to bury me on these drops? I don't understand that. It's very disrespectful. They actually submit them. Um, Pat. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Simon Diamond. Uh, he's still on the list. I, hope, I, I tweeted him about the Braves and the Yankees. He did not respond. <laughs> That's <laughs> tremendous. How about, bro, how great was the one? I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, the one where Albus hit the home run and it came off a of judge's glove. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was night, yeah. awesome. Those, bro, those guys are great. We talked to Tony, remember, at the yeah. beginning of the year of how great those guys would be. and yeah, the best record in the National League. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they did run into that Red Sox buzzsaw, though. Boom. Pat Simon Diamond. Well, you want to put him on the list again? R- the Reverse Battle Royal. My bad. Oh, yeah, that's still on the list. Determined by, by, 
by Simon Watts approved. Yeah, yeah I want to. Uh, if you can get, um, if in the future at some point you can find Frankie Kazarian and Pat in the same place, I would right. like Frankie <laughs> to confront him with his copious notes, and uh, and I'd, I'd like to hear. Why don't, we, why don't we invite him on the show together? Yeah, I'd like to do That's that. A good idea. I'd like to. Yeah, and uh, and get him on. And I want I want Frankie to uh, confront Pat about his about his, this terrible terrible idea of his. That's tremendous. I have, a que- uh, I have a question about a match, and I'm not gonna you know submit it for the list or whatever because I know it doesn't work. But long story short, I saw this clip on Twitter, and it it, it was uh, Raven winning the NWA title in TNA, right? I don't know Di if you, if you were there that time. I think it was like 2005 or something maybe. So maybe I he wins it in this match, and I'm watching the clip, and I'm waiting for him to pull the belt down because it's a ladder match. And he never does, and I found out from looking into it that it was a match where you have to climb the ladder and attach the belt, like a reverse ladder match called the King of the Mountain match. you remember that? Oh, this is convention. It's <laughs> the King. It's the King of the Mountain. The reverse yeah. ladder match. That was that was weird. That was wild too. That's definitely Jeff's idea. The King of the Mountain. Well, that was that was brutal, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. Teddy Bear Ferrara and his gout. Oh God, they're still on the list. Uh, Ricky Hustle. Uh, he, even though he tried to. Uh, Come to the reality of wrestling. You know, fantasy can't be still on the list. Right. I haven't heard much from those since since then. Well, yeah. What's happening? Uh, with who? With him, Ricky Hustle. Well, I don't think Russell Circus is running any shows, and that's where we really knew about him because he right. before he was working with your boy KG on Wrestle Circus, who doesn't seem to have any work at Wrestle Circus or PCW in LA hmm. or AAA. Gee, I wonder why that is. Um, so uh, yeah, that's why because Wrestle Wrestle Circus ain't around. Al Leinhardt, the owner of Wrestle Circus. Oh God, he's still on the list. He, he so, gave he gave Kevin Gill and uh, Ricky Hustle carte blanche to bury me on their IPPV for no reason whatsoever. Malik. And and he's not running any dates, so he should also be on the yeah. list for that. All right. Okay. Uh, Jojo Feeney's creative con- Jojo Feeney's creative control network and his pro wrestling tea store. Um, let me ask you a question, Joe. What do you have more of, shows or teas? T-shirts right now. I'm sure that's soon to change. This guy's got a show every week. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all in the list. So. All right. Uh, Shark Boy. Oh, God, he's still in the list. Oh, wait a minute. And let me, let me wait a minute. I got to give Joe credit. This didn't sink into me till right now. Do you know what book Joe is reading at the time, at the current time? Uh, no disco? clue. No clue. Roger Ailes. Oh, yeah, that's right. So much like Roger Ailes, who is a communications czar, I think that's what he's trying to do now, too. Um, would that be correct? Yeah, that's the Creative Control Network came out of uh, reading, this, reading that book. So that was the inspiration. All right. Uh, Raven. Uh, he's still on the list. Joy DeFalco. The little punk. Uh, yeah. He missed it. I was going to confront him at the FSW show, but he was on vacation in Florida. Mm, he's right. on the list. You, when's that show? Oh, well, already, uh, I don't know when it's going to air. I'll let All you know. Right. Uh, the Burning Man Man. Uh, you mean the guy that went to the Burning Man Festival and got so messed up on Flacca and bath salts that he, he uh, thought he was the Burning Man and ran into the fire and burned to death? Yeah, Amphetano, that guy. Yeah, well, he's on the list. What was this thing that you sent me, Joe, that some guys were trying to recreate the Burning Man or something in a house? Yeah, it's, oh, what was that called? It was on Twitter. Uh, yeah, they, they throw little... Soul Station or some shit? Yeah, little Burning Man parties in your house, and, and someone tweeted underneath, like, well, that's just... Going over someone's house and doing a bunch of drugs. Why? Wow, that's not anything. <laughs> we need a name for that now. Yeah, little Burning right. Man parties. Right. Well, that party should be on the list. Uh, Road Dog. Oh God, he's still on the list. Uh, Jay George. Uh, he's still on the list. Do we have a promo from him? 
Yeah, uh, we do not have a Mitch Valentine, but we have a Jay George. We also have an Adrian Thomas, who I, I think he wants me to play it, or he's, yeah. he's been threatening he's me. Trying, so. trying to, yeah, I want to hear, hear these. Okay, so here we'll start with Jay George. All right, should we just say right now that Mitch Valentine shouldn't send any more because they haven't been good? Or no, or should we still, well, he still let him send it so we can bury it? We can't. Well, we can't have him. He's in an angle. So right. we, need, we need promos. You know? We need closure on that angle. We can't just pull it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, actually, that angle is just starting. Just starting to heat up, yeah. yeah. There are lots of imposters walking around this earth, Mitch. And for every first, there always comes a second. And for every reality, there always comes a fantasy. And that fantasy wants to come and live the life of the reality. Last week, Mitch, you made a very languid attempt to recreate a scene that certainly does exist in my reality but it's a scene that can only ever exist in your wildest fantasies and in doing so you resort to making sophomoric and sexist remarks about my girlfriend my beautiful felicia rose See, she's a grown-ass woman, and she can speak for herself. So I'm going to let her get at you while I continue to dig this ditch where your career used to be. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. You uncreative fuck. Seriously? Calling somebody a whore that calls themselves a whore? I have t-shirts that say fist me. I have a sex podcast where I talk about getting pissed on. I am the people's motherfucking tramp. I got famous for holding up a sign asking a wrestler to face fuck me. You've had sex with actual wrestlers and brag about it, and nobody gives a shit. All you did in that last JoJo Dutch motherfucking promo is prove how small your dick was because that girl could still speak with it down her throat. <laughs> so keep my name out your goddamn mouth and stop using me to get yourself over. Honestly, you are literally the big cast of cutting promos, and just like him, you threw. All right, so this is twice. This is twice she does a cameo and actually has done the best, the best <laughs> promo. Um, so yeah, m poor Mitch. And here's the worst part: Mitch actually doubled down, uh, and he he showed a picture of him and Sonny, and he was putting it over. And I was like, bro, that's not something you want to be putting over. You know what I'm saying? We should have uh, her as a guest, I think. Who? I think uh, we should have Felicia Rose on. Sounds like she has some interesting oh. stories. <laughs> Have to have to, we may have to get these all these together live. That's a good. Yeah, it's another good call. You mean maybe we maybe that's it's train wreck show number two. Hmm. Well, what, what we could do is is do a live keeping one hundred lava lounge because uh, the lava lounge is the talk segment that I have at FSW. Right. And it's like a piper's. And right. maybe we could have a live lava lounge with Mitch Valentine, Jay George, and the People's Tramp. That would be tremendous. Wow. Yeah, maybe we have to set. That up soon. And it's some extra points for using the term Jojo Dutch. Boom. <laughs> um, all right. What about, so so what's yeah. the, doesn't this kid Aiden Thomas have a promo too, you said? Uh, yeah. This kid's yeah. Adrian Thomas. Yeah, I got I got Sean Ross Sapp is like uh, <clears throat> messaging me that this guy's like the real deal. Like he's a, like a legit tough guy. Let's see what he has to say. What's up? Once again, keep it in 100. Boom, my yay. Adrian Thomas back at you again. Jojo. 
Let's go with that podcast, bro. I said I'm coming on to your podcast, and I'm coming on to your podcast. And you better have some good questions for me, too, so I can answer some decent stuff. I don't want no BS. I want to entertain the show, so step your game up, JoJo. Conan, one love, brother. Hey, my offer's still on the table. Don't forget. I think it's a pretty good offer. Disco. Disco, man. I don't know what it is, brother. You agreed to a match. You say you wanted a match, man, but you said two-minute squash? Seriously? I was going to give you more than that, Disco. I mean, I was at least going to kick your ass for five minutes, throw you around the ring a little bit, make you smile, make you laugh, you know, whatever, have some fun with the crowd. But, I mean, if you want me to whoop your ass in two minutes, two minutes it is. I squash you in two minutes. I put you down for the count, rip your legs off so you can't disco dance no more, and I send you back to uh, whatever that nightclub is called, 90s, 90 tidies, whatever that nightclub is called. Send you back there on crutches so the ladies can laugh at you and maybe give you a couple, a couple of uh, sympathy lap dances. So, hey, man, hit me up. Let me know when this is going down, Disco. I mean, for real, set a date, pick an arena, you know, Arrow Lucha, Jericho Cruz, you know, you can, we can go down there and uh, uh, down by Sapphires where you live. Yeah, I know the name. I was just I was just joshing you earlier. We can go wherever, wherever you want to do. Let's do this match. Let's set it up. Let's get it done because uh, the crowd wants Boumaye. Everybody is clamoring for your neck, Disco. They want your head on a silver platter. And the only man to do it is Boumaye Adre. So when you're ready to take this ass whooping, you know who to call and you know what to say. Boumaye is on the way. Conan, what right. did you think of that? Right. Uh, that wasn't that good, but he does sound like he does sound a lot like uh, Chris Tucker. Hmm. Yeah, he's brother. I mean, I don't know what how big, how tall this guy is or anything. He he sounds like he's about five four, one thirty, <laughs> and that's what he sounds like. I don't know what, what how big he is in real life or what you know, but whatever. I don't know much about this guy. But what's uh, his name? Adrian Thomas. Yes. Okay, let me see this Adrian guy's uh, background and all that. Wait a minute, some other guy shows up. Yeah, I know. Oh, they showed that he, guy that got killed in New York. Is, I think uh, it's that guy that got choked out in New York. I think this is him. He's 5'8", 135, featherweight. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I got a featherweight calling me out? And he thinks that, I, that he's going to that I'm going to be the, the, the jobber in the two-minute squash? Bro, that guy couldn't be Jacqueline. Oh. And that, that, that's, like Jack, that's like Jackie's size. Commentary. You know, Jackie Moore, Jacqueline. It looks to me, uh, Conan, like he's, it's under Adrian W. Thomas. Okay, because this Adrian Thomas was was acquitted of killing his infant son after the New York court of this is a murder, bro. Okay, I hope it's this. I hope it's a featherweight, not this guy. Yeah, wait a minute. Right, Adrian W. Thomas. He's an MMA fighter. Right. Okay, and here's his record: is one and one. Right. He's undefeated as an amateur, though. Undefeated as an amateur, his pro record is one and one. He's affiliation to seventeen. By the pro men's featherweight in Tennessee, and he's fighting. And listen, to this he's fighting out of the badass, the, the badlands of uh, Clarksville, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Noted fighting town, Clarksville, Tennessee. Jesus Christ! I looked at he's trying to get the, uh, he's trying to get the match yeah, on the on the cruise, which is pretty brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> maybe I could. Well, Shark Boy's got dibs over him. So, um, what have we got? Uh, uh, what? Who's next on the list? Um, uh, Mike Beltran's mustache. Uh, that's still on the list. The referee the UFC. Yeah, 1,000%. Um, Jeff Lane's room. Oh, with all the toys? Still on the list. Yeah. Is there still – are you still getting reports from Stevie Richards that he's still playing with him and putting back right where they were so nobody can notice? Uh, he's den- continuously denies it. 
every week. But 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 there's people that are watching those shows and and I think they're doing um they're doing uh like some type of graphic uh, analysis. Right. And there's the, the toys have been moved. Okay. Let, been, let me let me ask some let me ask somebody. Okay, because Vince Russo doesn't he have kind of a similar background with toys in the back, or is it just record albums? Yeah, yeah toys and albums. Yeah. Okay, so coming from Joe, you have toys too, right? Yes, I do. So if we were, if we were to, if we, if this were to be a video, which one day it might be, just so people know, we're thinking of of doing this via video uh, in the future. Yeah. Uh, for the for the next tier, when you show your room, will your room be like the background of eighty percent of the podcasters with belts and 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 toys and shit like that in the back? I think I'll put my uh, bookcases behind me so I can look, you know, intelligent, educated. Uh, let's be- not, not let's not try to switch the what what if if I wouldn't have told you this and put you right now, you know, like uh, you know, if, if 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 I wouldn't have told you this and we started video recording your room, would there be toys in the back and belts? There might be some toys on the top shelf of the desk. All right. So do you, from time to time, still play with them? I I move them around every now and then. I wouldn't say I play with them, but you know, you you take them down, you look at them every once in a while. Okay, that's play with them. All right, so Jeff Lane is definitely playing with them, Disco. Oh, for sure. Maybe it's not yeah. even really How can you not? All right, so Kevin Kleinrock's Triple A and Aero Lucha. Those are still on the list. Really okay. nice. Is he also on the list for being on his wedding, on his honeymoon? Oh, yeah, for sure, because I'm not, I did not endorse that wedding. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Jeff Jarrett. He's still on the list for sure. Hey, one second, bro. Even though the guy just got out of rehab, is trying to put his life back together again. His daughter's basketball team just won the regionals in basketball, and he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Well, who gives a shit about all that stuff? Just because you're trying to get your life back together doesn't mean you're getting unvoiced. That is tremendous. Uh, PWG. Uh, that's still on the list. Even though they moved to a bigger building? Yeah, I don't care. They're the best of like, bowlers. <laughs> Bowlers out there too. Okay, best of Los Angeles. Retweet all these ridiculous-looking high spots these guys are going to do. So it is what it is. Uh, Ryan Satin and his girlfriend Erica Steiner. Uh, They're both still definitely still firmly entrenched in the list. Did you see some guy that put on there? Let me see if I still have it in my group text. I'm Joe. You might be able to find it quicker than me. Some guy had put a photo of Ryan Satin. He says that he blocked him. And then he showed like a photo of him sitting at some convention with like nobody there. Um, oh, that was a joke. Oh, that was a Just joke. Okay. Yeah, it, it was a Photoshop of the of the famous Virgil picture, right? Right. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I but I guess he was hot at him because he got blocked. Any any news on Ryan Satin? Anybody he's trying to rile up or anything that's going on with him, or has he been quiet? But you know, if he's got getting heat, uh, but he hasn't gotten heat with anybody in, in a couple weeks, so. Right. You know, I was given a, a T-shirt idea recently by uh, Dane Feltzer and uh, Kevin Bixen. What is Bixen Satin Gill? Whatever. <laughs> they said uh, that for Starcast, I should have. I got blocked by Ryan Satin T-shirts ready to go. Do you think that's a good uh, idea? Bad idea. Bad idea. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Nice. I'm gonna have to look into that. Um, the song "She's a Lady." That's still on the list. Uh, David Weiss, the Flat Earth guy. <laughs> he's still on the list. I want to get him back on and talk about it. Yeah, let's get him back on. He's great. Joe, yeah. can you hook that up? Absolutely. Yeah, that means it probably won't. <clears throat> Independent, New Japan, Mexican, and women's wrestling. Oh, all those are still firmly entrenched in the list. Okay, Seth Rollins' knee. <clears throat> uh, 
Oh, that's so nice for sure. I'd like, to, I'd, like to, I'd like to let you know ahead of time that on this week's show, there is a drop by Seth Rollins' knee. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yep. 1,000%. Um, how about this? How come it's interesting? You know, Seth Rollins' knee's on the list, and I think Seth Rollins' dick is also is jealous that it's not on the list, even though he was, uh, it was on the list. Yeah. You know? uh, WW Creative. That's still on the list for sure. X-Pac. Still on the list. And the Meltzer rating system. You know why he's still on the list? No. Because when when he was when uh, Shane, who's also on the list, <laughs> yes, uh, was on his podcast. I remember this. Yeah. He said, he said that uh, you know, Disco is like I'd, I'd call Disco special needs, but that would be insulting to special needs people. Right. And and the expert goes did that KG thing when he was on killing the town the the right you know like yeah. basically now that is accurate you know that's right. that's. Right. KG tried to talk his way out of that. Yes. He said, yeah. like, when you say right, that is – you're acknowledging somebody that, that, that that's true, you know? Bro, that – but tried, that's – but that, to talk his way out of it, you know? Yeah, but that's why he always had heat with me because he was oh, – he would always stir shit up, right? Mm-hmm. And then he didn't want to be accountable where we'd always stir right. shit up and be accountable. And that's right. when you always – that like, that's, I think, was, like, our crux of our problem, bro, you know? Yes. And then, of course – I think I lost all respect for him when he went on Killing the Town and got totally, bro, I, he That's got, well, you Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. You used the right word, bro, which I don't yeah, think I could have. No, no, yeah, you said he got cucked. Yeah. And, bro, yeah. it's almost like he went in there, he got stabbed, poisoned, shot, beaten, shot again, mutilated, drowned, burned, and impaled. I mean, I had no – we- after that show, yeah. Yeah. yeah, if we ever have a week where we don't have enough content, Joe, you should replay that segment from Killing the Town, bro. And sure. the best part is, if you remember, after that all went down, he went to Lance Storm's house. Remember to interview him uh-huh. to try to make right. up. Do you remember that? Yeah, mm-hmm. those are all facts. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, the, melts and, rating. And the melts rating system. Yeah, still on the list. All Thanks. right. She's a lady. Stop.
So, yo, Di, let us know where we can check you out. I know you you finally cut your hair. You let it uh, grow long. You finally put some pictures up on IG. So, where can people find you? Chop it up with you. At the Real Disco on Twitter. At Disco Master GG on Instagram. Catch me on uh, on the Realm Network for keeping uh, for the Lions, Tigers, Bears, and Disco shirt up for the Russo brand. Me and Vince and Jeff Lane chop up the weekly news on Fridays. Uh, you can also catch me at Future Stars Arrested. We have teamed up with the Snake Pit, uh, that school, and now uh, D'Lo, Sin Bodhi, Jake the Snake, um, a bunch of other people do, uh, have joined the training there at FSO. So FSO is like a super school now for uh, they partnered with the Snake Pit uh, right. Academy. Right. Also, you can catch me. Um, on uh what do you call it at sapphire gentlemen's club in vegas world's largest gentlemen's club if you ever want to come by just dial 702-303-3430 and mention my name we'll send you a free level to pick you up get you in for free and get you free drink savings about 80 or 90 dollars have have you talked with jake no i haven't been down there yet it just well, it's, it's, it's july 1st this all happened i don't i don't know i don't you know know what state of mind he's is but obviously i will say this out of, I've met so many people in this industry that I would consider like super, super smart about the business. Jake the Snake is in the top 10%. If you can go in there and sit under the learning tree, huh? By the top 1%. He's yeah. the top 1%. Yeah. If you go in there and sit under that learning tree, bro, you will get so much fucking knowledge that it's incredible. So go over yep. there and, and check him out. Um, what else? That's it. Uh, okay. So about if people want to go to Sapphire Zone or your IG. I just, I just said that. All right. I just said if Sapphire Jones come, we'll save you 90 We'll save, save you about $90. And you started talking about Jake Stick Roberts. Okay, my and bad. You can sue yourself. Sue yourself. All right. <clears throat> all right. Uh, all right. So I'm, I'm in, bro. I'm in super in Iran, bordering Turkmenistan. So here's, uh, here, here's how it goes. If you're going to go to Sapphires, and I know a lot of people have told me that you're going to go there during uh, Expo Lucha. I'm actually going to go there. Uh, when you uh, encounter Disco, there is a protocol. You approach him with a compliment. You compliment him again, and then you ask him a question. Don't just go up and ask him a question. All right? You can talk to him one to three minutes if you put him over additional time if you're not annoying, and you tell him you've got it like that. At no time where there will be any direct eye contact a $20 handshake still gets you an autographed picture another round. If you are drunk and or obnoxious, and especially if you don't put them over, you will hear this. Hey, you one guy from the front door to back reception, please. Okay. That me- at which point you can tell them, you go, girl, because they are kicking you out or you're getting 86, which means permanent removal. And, bro, permanent. Joe, I got tremendous news. Hugs, they're back on the table, especially for cute transgenders. Now, this, this, right, <laughs> this right here... Attention for gentlemen, uh, gentlemen callers. Di, I know you like healthy shit. And growing up in the South, and in commemoration of the miniseries about your life and your lifestyle, Queen of the South, season three. All right, the hand job of the week, and this has a lot of healthy shit in it, and it's for the summer. It's a chickpea and zucchini summer stew mm. hand job. And you get a hometown discount from three to five in the morning, and you can now witness this in 3D or virtual reality. Unfortunately, the 3D glasses or VR goggles are not included, and only for this week. And just to show that there is an awakening and an evolution in disco social views, this will be served while he is wearing a Wonder Woman outfit and flying the rainbow flag in support of the LGBTQ community. And the only reason I threw that in there is because now that you took the LGBTQ show off the list, I like to throw that in there somehow. So It's a cheap shot. 
<laughs> That's <laughs> tremendous. Uh, Joe, what do you got going on? Uh, first, of course, I'd like to say check out the uh, Keeping It 100 Patreon site at Conan.me. There's all kinds of extra audio content on there. There's going to be some new tiers coming with even more content. And uh, I may be assuming here, but I would say we probably have a uh, live milk and a cupcake roundtable next Sunday, right after the pay-per-view. You guys both available? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there we go. So after uh, WWE Extreme Rules, we'll be having some members of Patreon on from the uh, $5 tier and up. Uh, tippers get uh, to the front of the line, of course. And you can check out all the Creative Control Network stuff on Twitter at the CC Network one uh, also on Facebook at the CC Network one That is the number one. And check out the Creative Control t-shirt store at ProWrestlingTees.com slash CC with Joe Feeney. And that's about it. All right, man. Uh, who's on your uh, who's your guest on your show? Uh, I'm, I didn't do a show this week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what about any other show? Okay, give us a, a, a guest that's coming up that we've never heard of or or one of the your your new shows so we can go who? Well, I, w- I will have uh, Adrian Thomas on. As you, as you notice in this promo, he insisted that he's coming on so i guess that's, that's well I, we don't know who he is so right. somebody we don't know uh oh actually that I, seems to be your your like i got, I got a good one for you specialty so as we all know you know and he's he's now a noted uh, twitter follower of di's and keeping 100 uh david radigan who does the world through my eyes podcast has Ooh. booked has booked david weiss for his podcast so that is coming oh. up i think next week which is awesome Jeez. So keeping it, it one hundred. They're stealing 1, our guests. Even Jericho, even Jericho stole David Weiss from us. That's true. Yeah. The flatter guy, you know, yeah. he got him on his show. Yeah, one thousand. You know? yeah. These, these people, you know, a lot of these guys that do podcasts, they're rotten to the core. You know, just like they're thieves. They're like they're stealing our guests. Plagiarists. Yes, they're plagiarists. Exactly. That's what they are. A lot of these guys. If you want to ch- if you if you want to check me out, I'm at K O double N A N fifty one fifty on both Facebook and um, uh, uh, Twitter. You can and, check and Instagram. me. On Instagram too. I'm not on Instagram. Uh, oh, somebody's got that account. Somebody's got I don't that have account. time for that, bro. I just don't have time for that. And so, so I'm on that. So we can chop it up there. And um, and uh, please don't ask me why I bury you. If you come on my page and you're a dick, you're going to get buried. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. And if you answer me, well, if I'm irrelevant, why are you answering me back? Because I love to bury dickheads. Okay. Uh, number three, uh, you can check me out on Impact, uh, uh, Pop TV and Impact on Thursday. We got the LAX storyline going pretty hot. Uh, July 13th, Querétaro. Um, we got uh, Jeff Jarrett, Psycho Clown, Phantasma, Aerostar, Drago. It's going to be a tight show. That'll be live on Twitch. Um, uh, what was the other thing that I got going on? Oh, on Thursdays also. I don't even know when it drops. I'll find out what day it drops. I'm with Court Bauer and MSL over that that MLW radio. Um, and uh, I think that's all for now. I want to thank everybody, man. The, our numbers keep going up. Obviously, you know, when we moved, we lost a lot of people until they found out where we were at. But people are starting to find out and they're spreading the word. We're getting new Patreon uh, members literally every day. And you guys are the ones that get us paid. So we're going to be putting up more interactive shit where hopefully uh, what are some of the things you think we're going to be doing in the future, Joe? Can you can you say anything yet or no? Yeah, I think uh, we've discussed uh, maybe having a live feed of when we're recording the podcast and also maybe, right. uh, you know, some watch-along shows, if, if everybody has time for that, where, where D.I. and right. Conan will watch along with a Nitro, Thunder, actually anything. Is it true that you're doing your own tier for watch-alongs on Chatterbait? 
Well, I mean, I, I I guess I could share that, but I my chatter rate money is that that's that's the chatter rate money. That's a whole other piece of the pie over so there, you know. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, maybe some watch alongs if you're a Patreon member and we get that going. Uh, we'll have you guys will have the ability to to request shows for the guys to watch and comment on and stuff like that. So just a couple things we've been thinking of. There's going to be some merch uh, involved, but we're we're working on a lot right now. And we're going to start doing some. Uh, instead of how I've been doing it, where I tape stuff backstage and I send it to Patreon, we're going to start doing some live feeds yes. where you can actually talk to a wrestler backstage. So we're going to add another extra tier. So keep supporting us, man. I want to thank everybody that's been spreading the word to friend or foe. And thank you for listening to Keeping It 100. Boom. Please support Keeping It 100 with Conan on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Conan or Conan.me for extra audio content as well as exclusive video from Arrow Lucha and Impact Wrestling, Disco Inferno training sessions, listener roundtables, plus so much more. Don't forget to subscribe to Keeping It 100 with Conan on your podcast provider so you can get each episode as it drops every Thursday. Leave us a rating and a review. And check out ProWrestlingTees.com for t-shirt stores for Conan, Disco, Master Public, Hooventude, and that's right, even me. K100 questions at Gmail is the email address to send any questions, comments, or even songs for the Juicy Seal of Approval. And finally, go to ChrisJerichoCruise.com for all the information on the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager, featuring Ring of Honor Pro Wrestling, Comedy, and Rock Music from Miami to Nassau, which takes place October 27th to 31st, 2018. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Another one, like, in, you know, I think it was in 85, like, when all that androgynous was going on. And what was wild was that the guy who looked the most like like a bitch was getting all the women. Even I had the jerry curls coming out, and I had my stick to the side and all that. If you wearing baggy now and you acting hard, if you from L.A., you motherfuckers was wearing some, some things. We in the club, we get that groove on shaking it up. And Prince came in. That's when Purple Rain came out and, and Prince was the shit, you know what I'm saying? Prince had on like a, it was like a Zorro type outfit. It had the ruffles that come down in the front. He had the big perm fluffed out and all of that. And his mustache and everything that was drawn on his face. And it looked like something that a figure skater would wear. You know what I'm saying? And he was with his whole crew, and he had this other cat uh, named Mickey Free. And Mickey Free was like the new cat in Shalimar that when he joined the group, I heard mad cats like, yo, Shalimar got a new, new girl in there, man. That bitch fine like a motherfucker. They was talking about Mickey Free, man. Okay? Mickey Free is not a girl, right? They came over where we was at. Prince started talking to my brother. Hello, Eddie Murphy. Prince, what's up? I'm a big fan of your comedies. Ooh, that's hot, Prince. Would you like to come to my house and listen to some music? Ooh, that's cool. Fruity, get the car. Assemble your crew. I'll be outside. <laughs> we went up there. We get there, he puts the tracks on tracks, we're slamming. You know what I mean? We're listening to the music and everything. We're grooving at the crib. They got girls over there. Yeah, nice environment. It was, it was tight. This bores me. 
Is anyone up for a game of basketball? <laughs> How about you and your friends versus me and the revolution? So I was like, this nigga must be joking, man. I don't know where he's going with this. But he was dead serious. He had his uh, helper or whatever go and get some like shorts and sneakers and gave them to us and laughing. I'm like, this is gonna be some funny ass. Shit. So they come out, right? And I look at them and um, they still got on the same shit they be wearing at the club. I know they ain't thinking about playing ball in that, but they were. I said, hey, you know what? You know what we're gonna call this? The shirts against the blouse. <laughs> and when I said that, this look came on his face. Uh -huh. He ain't grilled. And I'm looking back at him thinking to myself, you know, what are you angry about? I mean, you know where you got that shirt from. And the damn sure wasn't the men's department. I mean, I kind of learned something that day. Don't never judge a book by its cover. This cat could ball, man. Play ball. He was crossing cats. Like, I crossed here. Made my knees slam together. He was getting rebounds like Charles Barkley. Snatching his down. Shoot the J. Shoot it! Trying to play. Computer blue. Darling picky. They was kind of setting these fruity picks, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you be trying to check prints, and then you got this cat standing behind you, and he's getting close to you, and his hands is out like this. You don't really want to be bent over in front of a cat like that. You know what I'm saying? Prince was incredible. Prince, you got a towel, man? It's kind of hot out here, man. Why don't you purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka? Good. In your face, Charlie Murphy. Good. Good hustle. Yo, man, I'm not on your team. I mean, it wasn't even like he was close. It was a landslide victory. Game. Blouses. I was there, I seen it. You don't believe me? You think I'm making it up? You think I'm trying to, uh, you know, enhance the story because I'm involved? I'm trying to give myself an excuse for losing because I'm telling you a story about Prince? I dare you to challenge Prince to a game of ball one-on-one. -on -one. Challenge him! Right? And let, make sure your people is there to see the game because you might get embarrassed. Trust me. All right, he beat you in basketball, and then what happened? After it was all over, he took us in the house and served us pancakes. <laughs> pancakes. Well, I gotta admit, um, it was a good game. I wish I could say the same for you and your crew of flunkies. Do you guys want some grapes? I mean, you know, there's some great storytellers in the world that we live in today, man. Bitches. <laughs> Who the f can make up that?
Amazon is hiring near you. Earn a competitive wage and start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Health and safety are a top priority with all of our roles and sites, and Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.